Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Spitting Seeds. This is the second episode of our second season. Nice. Um, and uh, it's been a while, and we haven't been very good at keeping up what we're trying. We're Just busy l- people. We are, so everybody please appreciate that, that we are trying. Uh, today we have a, a new group, uh, or at least a different group. Well, the idea is for to have as many different groups as possible for every episode. Right, but the core remains the same. Me and Vasily, um, Roman, Roman Baidak could not be here today, but we replaced him with Roman Durkac, which is just as good, maybe even better, in Who, my opinion. Dude, nobody's Who, better than Roman, Roman Durkac. Durkac. That's Roman the reason Durkac. that he's the one of the main dudes. You mean Roman Rome Baidak. Jerome Simpson? Um, from, from, Cup of Joe, <laughs> from Cup of Joe podcast? He is from our... Uh, I don't know if I if I should call it our sister podcast. No, or dude, like they're, they're arch not even nemesis, close, dude. Arch Couple nemesis, Joe's yeah. not even close, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're just guys. They're like a startup. We're like a company, and Couple Joe's like a startup. <laughs> if we're the startup, please give us funds. We're trying to expand. We're still. Uh, you have to bootstrap it, bro. You have to bootstrap it. That's all. We're on a uh, what's the, what's that uh, one website for startups? Startup. Kickstarter. 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 Find us on Kickstarter. And we also have Eric Manchik here today as well. Oh, bro. Who's hosting? With some insights. AKA Vasily. Not AKA, just Vasily. Huh? And Mario. No, who's hosting? Where are we right now? We have a host. We have a party. We just chill. And we have deep conversations. We don't have a host. Drop it, Eric. I think we have a lot to talk today. A lot to talk about today. Looking forward to it. Today is, what's today's date? I want to thank Third? Kip for hosting this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Shout out to Kip, one of the sponsors. <laughs> one of the sponsors. And his unfinished fireplace. Yeah. You guys can post it on the Twitter or whatever you guys got. He's busy finishing the fireplace, so he can't really. Yeah, don't forget the, the grass outside. Yo, freaking, uh, I heard a dope realtor picked up a dope deal for Kip that when he's like made like two units units <laughs> out of the house and stuff like so what's the adri- deal. what's the address of that uh? <laughs> did he tell you about the rot the ciders found above the garage <laughs> when they waved the inspection were you the cider roman <laughs> was it roman bros no, it was it, was roman bros yeah, great company great local company one, one of the main sponsors so is it immigrant company or is it like a you know white people first generation local immigrant wow. company, minority we really have support to support the minority we really have to support them yeah yeah we so. posted a black square yesterday if yeah, you missed so this it this episode is brought to you by kip's project <laughs> management company and rome's and bros construction rome and bros also oh, uh no there's one rome west side shipping also is west a coast Oh, West Coast, West Coast is in the house, not West. West Coast Shipping, shipping West Coast is a proud boy. sponsor of this episode. Biggest sponsor, yes, Kay. by by a mile. Roman Bros really did not give much. Shoot. I mean, less than ten dollars, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Doc, this Coke what? is at least thirty dollars. Coca Cola, Coca Cola is a couple dollars for the pizza, bro. Coke for two okay. boxes at least. What are we talking about today? The daily deal was a pizza and a two liter of Coke. It was what like are we talking about bucks. today? All right, whatever. I what contributed. The, what's going on in the world? That's like a hot take. That's a big thing that's going on in the world um, right now. Well, I think there's an elephant in the room. Global warming. <laughs> that's the main topic that everybody's talking about today. Dude, global warming disappeared. It's been gone for like three, four months. Not as fast as Corona did. <laughs> C- coronavirus disappeared, <laughs> disappeared overnight. Too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well... Yo, keep what are you texting in a group message? <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, you know what's crazy with all this going on with the BLM and the COVID and stuff? 
I guarantee you, not guarantee you, Roman guarantee, in like a week or two, we'll just forget about this. People are going to forget about it, and the media is going to push something new to us. I think that's one of the things uh, before elections – the this topic is not even come up is not even going to come up on elections because we still have like several months of elections. There's so much stuff still gonna happen before the elections. This is this is gonna be kind of like a small meme where they're like, oh yeah, there were some riots happened several months ago. Like yeah, I remember that. No, I and disagree. You think so? Yeah. Why? I think this specifically this it'll, it'll be a big okay topic. what do you what, are you what do you remember for? about ferguson this riots? is the start no, of the gonna, revolution they're gonna say what are you gonna do for for say african-american community for for minority community minority yeah i guess the, i mean the, those be questions a big come up every time because you you know you want to lock in the black votes uh, not so as, every election kind of like everybody's trying to lock in the black votes so even like before this like biden and all the like the I think Democrats. Biden already got the, all the black vote because he said, if you don't vote for me, you're not. But <laughs> hot take, I don't think Biden's going to be the nominee of Democrats before elections. Are you saying Bernie's making a comeback? I think they're going to try to make a comeback, but he's too old as well. So it might be like a new... It's, we still have a couple months, and we have such a crazy like new cycle like turnover. There's so many things going to change. Like couple, like freaking couple weeks, weeks ago, Cuomo was like the hot take of like, man, the new presidential nominee... Until the one headline of like, Como forced old people with corona that are recovering from corona were forced to be sent back to retirement homes, and that kind of wipes off his uh, chances for running. And then like Klobuchar was supposed to be the nominee for VP. Like, oh man, Klobuchar's gonna take it. She's running with it until it comes out the uh, her being a prosecutor of Minnesota and with like 260 police complaints. Uh, like fi- uh, complaints filed against police officers out of 261 I'm butchering the numbers a little bit there were zero prosecutions and people were like yep there's the death of Klobuchar yeah but being she's still active I don't think sh- I don't think we she's dead as a VP I think Republicans are Democrats are trashing are de- on her but, but Democrats are highly dependent on a black vote okay. so like does if, does any of that matter if Trump gets reelected well that's I guess that's the question like people a hundred like some people you talk to and they're like a hundred percent positive and i'm like for sure right now it seems like trump's gonna sweep even now what do you think did trump hurt or help his his uh re-election campaign with what's been going on like say last past week for people that like him it helped for people that don't like him yeah we're just like the 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 hard line is being separated harder and harder The divide is further Yeah, the divide is kind of further like you either hate trump more or you love trump more but what I, I guess what I'm worried about is are the conservatives, and I consider myself a conservative because when I like to criticize Trump and it's like, oh, you know, you're a liberal or whatever, but are we in danger well, you were of liberal, being so like- cocky? Are we so cocky of like Trump being reelected the same way that Hillary people were cocky of her getting becoming the president over Trump? Like freaking the day before elections, it was like 92 to 8 you know, percentages, you know, whatever, all those polls, all that stuff showed 92% Hillary. So my thing is, are we in that danger where we get so cocky that we kind of don't care about it? And then freaking... Hold on, I'd prefer if you don't say we. Yeah. We as conservatives. Okay, good. (laughs) We the Trump supporters. (laughs) Wow. Mm. Okay. Uh, But yeah, so I guess, imagine, okay, I thought about it. Okay, hold on, hold on. One thing, what happens, what happens... Like, how are people going to react? And again, chances, as of right now, chances are slim. 
if Trump loses the re-election, and we're sitting there, the, the same thing that like Hillary people were sitting in 2016, just staring at the TV and thinking, is this really happening? What if we're sort of like, dude, Joe Biden, like, who the heck is he? Or, or somebody else. And we're watching the TV, uh, you know, at 10, 11 p.m., at 12, at midnight, 1 a.m., and we're like, no freaking way. Like, Trump just lost a re-election. Like, what's going to be the reaction of the conservatives? We're going to go to work the next day, the following Monday. You don't think it's going to be, like, incitement for, like, this, this was hacked, that we need the, you know, revolution, we need do something about it, and people picking up their rifles and trying to do something about it, taking the corruption so, you know, like, let's say, maybe even imagine corruption in their minds and try to take it upon their hands by taking up rifles and trying to, you know, bring order themselves? I think that the it will be like it always will be where somebody wins and somebody loses and the winners are happy and the losers are sad, but life goes on because this is America. It's a democracy. Because what I'm thinking is, let's say, with liberal people, you could be like, you know, some people in Capitol Hill in Seattle, like, what are they going to do? You know, tweet about it. But I'm thinking, you know, conservative, I don't know, you know, let's say rednecks in Louisiana and Texas. Like, are they going to do more about it than just tweeting about it? Probably not. Oh, yeah, we protest. <laughs> Peaceful protest. Peaceful protest. So that's what I mean. What if you're, like, so convinced that it was hijacked that you start, like, taking over city halls and be like, no, we're not allowing this hijacking to happen? I, don't I was think thinking it, about it, like, recently. I don't think initially, say, the next day or maybe even that week, I don't think Republicans or conservatives, whoever voted for Trump, is going to is gonna do anything about it other than, like, try to find out if the election was messed with, if it's going to be mail-in voting or whatnot. But, for example, when Obama was president for two terms, I'm sure there was hardcore conservatives, hardcore Republicans back in the day, right? And they didn't do anything. They just kind of went on with their life. You would see Facebook posts of Obama gate this, Obama. Back in the day, you'd see yeah. Obama from Kenya, Obama faked the birth certificate, all this BS, oh, you know, bur- all this stuff, all this stuff going, yeah, and Still, it didn't change anything. Obama was still pressed for okay. eight years. So, so the argument against us, like the people are a lot more heated, like emotionally we're, now than we're, they were. We're getting pretty off track. This is not a political podcast. All right, uh, it's this a live podcast. It's a lifestyle, and podcast. this is a big part of our life at the moment. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, let's let's have like a quick rapid fire s- series. We'll talk about you know things that have happened recently and a couple minutes input. First thing I want to talk about is we recently just launched. The first private rocket to space. Yes. Elon Musk, Tesla, or uh, I guess SpaceX. SpaceX and SpaceX. NASA. My and it was all live TV. They la- they launched it up. It hooked up with the ISS. Pretty big moment in American history. But it got drowned drowned in the whole, like, what's right. going on. That's, why, that, that that's why I'm trying to bring it up right now to talk about it, to realize that like this was a big moment. I think a lot. I mean, a huge moment. I watched it. I know a lot of other people that watched it. It was all over Snapchat and Instagram. A lot of people watched it. It's a big moment, and I don't want it to get drowned out. Not that it's important, more important than you know other things that are going on. But a couple minutes thoughts. Anybody have any thoughts about it? Thanks for mentioning Mar- mentioning it, Mario. Now back to what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough time about space. Come on, that's no, Elon uh, Musk. That's my guy. Mario, space, bro. <laughs> About Space is Earth. real. Talking about flat Earth. Oh no! <laughs> Let's not bring that up. Well, <laughs> I don't question: know. Who, whoever, if maybe one of you has looked into this, when 
Like what? What's the? I just watched it because Vasya was over, and we turned it on and we watched it. I wouldn't have watched it if he wasn't listed was like on Twitter, and I could pull it up and just watch it the launch, and then I would have tuned out. But question: What was the point of this flight? First and then second, are we planning to go on the moon again, or what's the what's the deal? Mars. What's the deal there? Okay, so the reason why this was such a big deal, I mean, partly because it's the first private, you know, launch into space, which autom- you know you automatically connect that with like you capitalize on it, money. Saved space a bunch travel, of money. stuff like that, oh, that too. But this is the first time. So every other time the NASA has uh, shot something up into space, either men or equipment, um, the rocket, you know, shoots no, I up. Think, I think men, because Elon sent like cargo rockets, uh, you know, a lot of the time. His okay. car. Okay. He's sending men <laughs> to space. Okay. The important thing is that this, this rocket that they used, uh, every other time the NASA has launched things into space, the rocket, you know, it, it shoots it up. Once the fuel is burnt out, it disconnects the whole, like the whole, basically the whole engine, uh-huh. and that thing just like flies into the atmosphere and falls into the ocean somewhere, and that's it. That's the end of that. This one that they have is a reusable, recyclable one, where basically it launched these people up into space. The thrusters deconnected, fell back into the atmosphere, landed on that boat, and within 24 hours they can send it back up again. Say which again? is a big deal. Which is a big deal because pretty much you have reusable rockets. Yeah, so it's basically like. Up until this point in history, we've only had paper cups where, you know, you pour water into it and the cardboard gets wet and you have to throw it away. But now we have metal cups and you could reuse them a whole bunch of times. Mm. It's a game changer. So we can literally launch now and connect to whatever's up. What are they leaving up in space? They go like satellites. They're just What's met the up glass the, cup? They met up with homies <laughs> at the, uh, what is it called? Uh, what is the glass cup? International Space Station. Yeah. Well, I know we have that. Thank you. Yeah, so they just met up with some moment. It was a 19-hour flight, and they met up with the guys that they like, connected their like station, and they're like hanging out all together now. So it's a big deal for the United States to actually send people into space. I mean, we do that all the time, though, but this is the first private endeavor, and it's the first the rocket is reusable. That's and Elon a did it for deal. half the price, too. Yeah, half and the Elon cost. saved a ton of money. Yeah, I'm on Elon Wagon, bro. Dollars. When his homie dies, he's going to be one of the biggest legends. Like, homie has Neuralink going on, which is like... If you like look into it, like pretty crazy stuff, Tesla, big deal, SpaceX, big deal, Boring Company, big deal. And before all of this, he was one of like, the seven giants of the PayPal. That's how he like came up with PayPal, and they sold it, and they all got over a billion dollars. And the crazy part about it is usually with all these like billionaires, they come up with like one idea and you know hit a home run, and they, he makes let's say a homie makes a lot of money, but with seven homies the, uh, the you know, founded pay- PayPal, they sold it. They all got like over a billion dollar each. And then what's unique about it, I think it, they call it the seven-headed monster, is all seven of these dudes came up with their own endeavors. Bro, isn't that from Revelation? <laughs> Dang, dude. <laughs> this is the bro. Neuralink? <laughs> what? Hold on. Now, and all, all, seven of these dudes, all seven of these dudes came up with, their, you know, like, founded their own co- separate companies that are over a billion dollars worth, type of, which is kind of like, it's not a one-hit wonder, but all seven of these guys came up with their own companies that are worth over a billion now, which is like you know a big deal. That you didn't just come up with one little idea. That, Does know, anybody have anything lucky. negative to say about the SpaceX launch? You mean, do we have any conspiracy theorists? I mean, you, you can call it what you want. Is that what you? Oh, yes. I think we're. I think we're gonna have an. I think we should have like even next or episode after that. 
uh, one or two flat earthers and just like just talk to them a little bit. I think it's very easy conversation. But just to hear their uh, point of view on things, because uh, I had a conversation recently with a flat earther and like, yeah, he th- he strongly like convinced. It's not like doubting, but he's like hundred percent positive that the SpaceX and all this launch is all staged. It's all CGI. It's all fake. It's all just for an, like entertainment of the people, and it's all fake. So it'd be. Um, like we should have that, you know, record a conversation just to hear out their point of view. Because I like hearing, you know, maybe even like radical point of views. Just to like, okay, how did you even come up with that? But but that's for future. But no, okay. I think I, I guess what you said like, what's our like thoughts on this on uh, SpaceX? I think it's a big deal. But what sucks is because we have such a high turnover of like headlines and news that we forget about things. That you know, maybe ten, fifteen years ago, this would be like nationally televised and like everybody's tuned in and presidents talking about and all those things and be on the news for a while this was kind of like took up like five hours of the news and that's it and it got drowned out drowned out and that's it i think that the spacex launch might be the first step in the commercialization of space travel where before only governments you know like you know america china russia only you know you have to pick you know government astronaut this and that but i think this is the first step into regular people who are not astronauts being their being able to pay their way into space. Well, that, well they're, but they're, they're open about it. So it's Elon Musk with SpaceX, Jeff Bezos with Blue, Blue Origin, and Richard Branson with uh, Atlantic Space something. Yeah, you, something yeah. So that's pretty much three competitors, and they're, that's the three guys that are open about that's the three guys that are competing, who's going to be the first for com- to commercialize space travel. So that's the three guys. And it seems like okay. Elon has a kind but of... Where would they be going? Or how long does it take to fly to the moon? To the moon, it's like uh, eighteen hours. That's not even that what? long. To Mar- no. Mars, Mars is eighteen no, months. No, space was like nineteen hours. It took him like five minutes not to get space, to space. Space, but like up there where the, the space mo- station is. The moon is two. Well, no, the no. S- International Space Station is two hundred fifty miles above the surface of the Earth, and it took them about. It took them like I their don't know. trip was nine. So why was their trip nineteen hours? Yeah, I because think it t- okay. It took him about like I don't know how long the initial launch was. Like let's say even half an hour. It wasn't that long though. It took him. It was. It's really fast to get up there. But then once they get up there, it took him like nine hours to slow down to the correct speed that the ISS is rotating at, and to slowly move in and dock it. Because you can't just like you can't really use brakes in space. You can't come in at fifteen thousand miles per hour. <laughs> no, they were yeah they were flying yeah, we're, at like fifteen thousand kilometers yeah, yeah, per hour. Crazy, but. They launched up, they got really close to it, and then it took them eight hours to slowly adjust their speed and adjust their position because it has to be an exact fit floating in space. Mm. So that's the long part. But it took them... Oh, so they were TIPA already there. They just had to meet up with the International Space. Getting to the ISS took like half an hour. Oh. Yeah, 250 miles above Earth. So just straight shooting, say, flying full speed, how long does it take to get to the moon? To the moon? I know Mars takes eight months. Yeah, the moon might take, I don't know, the moon might take a month or a couple weeks. What do you think I think of Elon's thing that we're going to occupy Mars? I think it's just like a selling point, but like maybe I don't know enough, but I don't think it's I'll possible. Say, so about this, I looked into this like four or five years ago. There's a mission thingy. I, I don't know how big they are compared to everyone that's trying to go to m- the Mars, but I read about a Mars One. It's like an operation they're um, uh, funded by like the public. Blah, blah, blah. And they were planning to, so they what they were doing is interviewing people 
to go to Mars. I think Vasya and I already talked about this. They were interviewing people to go to Mars. So they would interview like a man and a woman and they would take applications for people to apply to start training to go to Mars. So they would start training, start learning like literally everything, biology, blah, 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 everything to start a colony on Mars. So I knew they were doing that, and they were planning to launch in, like, 2018, I think, when I started looking this into this, or, like, 2018 or 220, and send two people, like, I think it was, like, every two years or something like that. But recently, I looked them up after we talked about this a couple of days ago. I looked up Mars One, and um, I didn't see any, like, uh, I went to their news and stuff and kind of future dates and whatnot, and I didn't see anything on future what's, launch dates. What's Mars so I don't know. Maybe it might be, like, NASA closed down. or no, it's just SpaceX a, or what? It's, I think it's, like, a corporation from, I think it was, like, Switzerland or something or Sweden. That's some, uh, it's, like, a group of people that got together and wanted to go to Mars to start colonizing. So that's what that is. But you guys... You guys can probably look into it. It's pretty, it's pretty dang interesting. Just go on there on a website and reading like what they're planning to do, how they're planning to do it. They're planning to start a, literally a colony with two people and then make a little hub and then start developing and like planting things and trying to produce oxygen or making water over there because it doesn't have any H2Os. Um, I was just watching a documentary yesterday about the space race. And in 2000, 2001, when the actual international space station was like launched up and assembled the head of nasa at the in 2001 the head of nasa when he was giving the big speech about the international space station he said um he mentioned travel to mars like actual humans traveling to mars by the 2030s i think if you you know if you account to realistic like you know the delays and stuff maybe 2030s maybe 2040s but i think in our lifetime we're going to have boots on mars yeah just i think it just depends on like what what people do in the competition yeah because like yeah because if, if china if every you know, company if, yeah. yeah if every country literally starts competing like they did during the space race when then every look at their fast yeah, <laughs> yeah when every country's like focused on this and throws money at this and the whole country's in support i think it'll happen but i think for that to happen some like at least one country has to say Question. make it there find out more things and then be like, yo, this is really possible. And then other people or even private companies probably jump on How board and we like, yo, We've never go. been to the moon since we uh, went for the first time. We've never went back again. Yes, we, we have. have. Yeah, we Spiracy have. theories since coming the, in. Ever since the first person stepped foot on the moon, America has sent 11 more astronauts to the moon. There's no point. They got yeah. a bunch of... <laughs> The, Rock the moon, the moon landing in itself was just like a total power move against the Soviet Union because the Soviet Union was. I literally just watched a documentary, so I'm pretty fresh on this. You're just brainwashed by a freaking government. That's Maybe, why. but a flat earther would not believe what you're saying. Well, you know, who knows? But, okay, but go ahead. But uh, Russia or the Soviet Union kept beating America at every like every leg of the race of the space race. Uh, Russia would beat them. You know, first thing to orbit the Earth, first human into the space, uh, first animal, you know, into space. They kept beating America. Every corner. So then Kennedy, when Kennedy was in office, he got this like crazy idea. He's like, we're going to be the first person to put a man on the moon. And they went there, and it's literally just a big rock. There's nothing there. Um, I mean, you can say, you know, to go there to study, like, the gravitational effects and everything. That's what. But that's, they have the International Space Station, which you could do all that research kind of from there. So landing on the moon is kind of almost pointless in a way. Um, I think Mars would be a more bigger deal because it's not a moon. It's another planet. Uh, and I guess there's frozen water there and stuff, so who knows. But before we keep going on this, I want to talk about our next topic. Aww. Yeah, I know. But have any of you guys watched the new Space Force on Netflix? 
no, my wife was no. watching actually. And while babysitting, but I just saw her watching you, one. but I'm too busy being okay. hella productive all I'll give the time. My, I'll give my two cents on it. I started watching it. Do um, you recommend watching it to see it? Because I stay up till 4 a.m. every night babysitting. Let him talk, dude. I'm getting there. Oh, my bad. You done? Yeah. Okay. I started watching it. I, I got through the first episode, and I was like, dude, this show sucks, and I stopped watching it. But then I was like, dude, I'm totally like... I'm expecting the office humor. You know, I'm I'm expecting the office like 2.0 where like, you know, there's pranking and Dwight, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, okay, it's not fair. I have to go back and watch it with a clean slate with no expectation. I went and I watched it and I finished it and I actually really enjoyed it. I would recommend it. It's definitely more science-y and it's not the same humor as the office. There is some humor in it, but it's a little bit different, but it's more of like an interesting plot rather than just like, ah, oh, you put my stapler in jello again. Dude, at first I thought oh, you said Space Force. I thought it was like a docu or something. No, no, it's a uh, Steve Carell. The it's like a m- oh. yeah. I saw Ina yeah. watching it, but I actually so you it. recommend watching Space Force. I would Force. recommend. I mean, it's probably not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. I started rewatching uh, Billions. You're trying to motivate yourself? Never uh, seen. Not necessarily because I like I'm not good at watching shows, so I only watch like I think there's like two or three shows that I'm not watch good at watching shows. From like beginning to the end, like I'll start a show, and like five episodes in, I'll like give up. You on watch it. Waco? Yeah, but that's eight episodes. You it's watch not like five, seven seasons. You watch Breaking Bad? No, never watched an episode Did of Breaking watch... Bad. Bro, he hasn't even watched The Office yet. Yeah, I, I watched ha- Office. I haven't either. No, you the didn't. Office. No, I'm saying I will only watch The Office like random episodes because you know used to have a like an autoplay like all the time. So let's say I'm at home. I've never and seen it either. Overseas stuff. Oh wow. Why? I've never seen The Office. Eric, have you seen Cover to cover. Have you? The Office? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All of it? Yes. Dang. What's your favorite episode? <laughs> I watch um, The one where one, Dwight no, does no, no, the no, funny no. thing? <laughs> no. It's, I was going to say Dwight, um, where he like heats up the door handles and throws uh, firecrackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, fire drill or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I know a lot, of, a lot of like main episodes just because I've seen them. But I don't know yeah. the storyline from beginning to the end. But I watched a couple of short series. I think right now, like the Dave, I think the, the rapper, the little Dicky or whatever, he he has like his own, oh, I think yeah. second season, I think there's came out. So I watched that one. And then another like short series, Rami. Uh, it's on Hulu. And it's about a Muslim kid. But I think how Ina and I related to it, it's pretty much like an immigrant Muslim kid. And like the parents and like, you know, he's like conservative Muslims or whatever. And he has to go to the mosque. But then he also parties and, you know, like having... If you like those kind of shows, there's a show on Netflix. It's called Unorthodox. It's about a girl who grows up in New York and the Hasidic Jew, like, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know, environment community. Yeah, yeah. And she leaves the community and, like, runs away to Europe, to Germany. And she, I mean, Hasidic Jews are very private, very, very, very conservative religious people. Um, like they don't even use like smartphones. Like you lost yeah. me at girl. <laughs> what Correction, you lost me. What if I said it was a boy? But that's kind of like the same idea. That's kind of the same idea. Jews, bro. <laughs> I'm joking. That was what joke. if I told you? That's I was two Jewish. jokes because Eric got him. Huh? No. <laughs> but uh, that's kind of like the same idea with Rami. Yeah. Kind of. Let's say one of the times he like goes to the, his Muslim priest. I don't know what the, like the technical term for it is. And rabbi? Tra- oh, no. uh, it's not rabbi. <laughs> 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 yeah. Definitely not. Uh, and then he's trying to like, confess to him. He's like, 
yeah, man, like during the fast, like Ramadan, I, like I bang the like girls and stuff. Like, what do I do? And the guy's like, no, you need to stop. And kind of like, I guess related in a way that's kind of more when this comes to more did, conservative. Did like, you, did you relate to him? Uh, like, you just stop. And he didn't give him like any like counseling in a way or whatever. He's kind of like, just, you know, white knuckle it and you just need to quit what you're doing and he got mad that he's doing that and he just left but that guy came for him for like advice and help and you know some sort of counsel are you making and a connection between this rabbi and russian pastors i don't think he's a rabbi <laughs> but uh, no but i'm saying like yeah he's growing up and like the connection is he's growing up religious and he's a conservative religious environment in america and he's kind of like more americanized but then he still like belongs to like a you know like a religious community and he's like trying to balance both and trying not to disappoint parents so yeah it was pretty like we okay. we watched that i think it's time to move on to the next one. Oh, great transition brother why smooth <coughs> what's the next one mario um let's see what has happened in the past few weeks <laughs> obviously there's a big a one and we're, and we're saving the best for last but other than that what has been happening? You're talking about like the protests and stuff? Yes. Well, let's save that. Who are we talking about what has happened in our lives? What happened do that happen a little overall? bit. In the, inner, inner, like, in the middle of like little life. Like life. Seasons, l- updates, happenings. I mean, we, our last episode was only a couple weeks ago. I don't think much has changed. I, I have things to share. What? I got into a, a small car accident, but it was a big deal for me. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> big deal. Go to massages and stuff. But it's one of those, you know, when you go to massages. Have you ever heard of fender bender? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. It's like the estimate is like eight thousand dollars for repairs, bro. At the dealer. <laughs> no, Russian guy will do it. Like Russian guy. Russian guy. Russian guy. Russian shop. I think it's seventy-seven hundred. A starting estimate. So he said it's probably going to be more than that once we start so fixing 7K it. So seven k in parts. Uh, no, five thousand in parts. <laughs> so two k in labor. But it's on those massage. Uh, so Mario is right. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> but my lower back is bad. It's, you know, one of those like when you get in a car accident, people are like, "Well, you have to go to massages." What do you mean? But you played basketball <laughs> the Multi- next day, multiple times, <laughs> multiple times. My back has been bothering me <laughs> okay. consistently. Not because you were jumping and running up and down the course before. Before I ran and jumped. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, when I sit, my so lower you had back this crazy accident, <laughs> and the next day, can I get some like, pity? Let's go play no, ball. No, no pity here. Sorry, so can I get some pity? No pity. Dude, there's no pity here because we all saw the picture, bro. Okay. Yeah, bro. we've all the been picture in. doesn't justify it. <laughs> Dude, I'm the sure it doesn't look bad at all. I saw, <laughs> I'm sure you were in a yeah. It's horrible. Ten, Your truck is ten times bigger. Ten thousand pound truck, and you ran into a Prius. <laughs> Literally. Can you change the phrasing? Tell us about your back. (laughs) (laughs) The Prius ran into me. Okay. Because I'm the guy who's covering all my back. That changes everything, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Get the facts right. A two and a half thousand pound sedan crashed into your 10,000 pound monster truck. Oh, thank you. I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast has had one of those quote with my fingers accidents where you're like oh spinatra massage <laughs> no pity bro i'm sorry no pity do you think <laughs> do you think that guy filed for unemployment that day or he waited the next day <laughs> to file unemployment or <laughs> bankruptcy on his business 
What do you mean? He doesn't have a business. He I thought just you said a pizza he had a delivery business. guy. He's just a delivery guy. Oh, he's a delivery guy? A yeah. local pizza Oh, you're company. fine, dude. File a claim, dude. But <laughs> he had a business insurance. because It's uh, an active investigation, so we can't name any details, but it was a yeah, local. Yeah, I can't share everything, but I go to this massage place. There may or may I'm not, not have been disclose. a connection to Jeffrey Epstein. I'm we not cannot gonna disclose. <laughs> I'm not going to cl- disclose the, the massage place, but technically, you know, it's still, you know, I don't know if it's considered a medical. I mean, it's a doctor. The chiropractor is a doctor. But, you know, like I know, like, Ina went to a dentist. A and they had to, like, put on, like, masks and glasses and gloves and all this stuff. Only one person at a time. Bro, I pop into a massage place. Like, zero, like, hand sanitizer, zero gloves, zero masks. Like, homies just, like, swapping out massage beds. Like, with zero any sort of cleaning. And I'm, like, I'm happy to be going to that place. Just because I don't have to, fr- like, walk in and be all masked up and I'm in a mask and glasses and all that stuff. I can tell you that chiro- chiropractic doctors are like the punters of the doctor world. We're like, yeah, you're on the team, but you're the punter. You, you know? know, but I mean, but it's still like, I mean, like it's still licensed, but like as far as like COVID, which doesn't exist anymore, I guess. So maybe that's why. But like, I'm talking about zero precautions as far as COVID. I'm talking about like they're touching, you know, massaging, all that stuff and beds and you're sharing the beds. Z- let's say yeah zero precautions anything covid related the you know zero things exist in that place mm. so um, but was, i'm but i'm happy it's convenient do you care to name this place was this place no, dude, I'm somewhere down and, south in florida get a payday from pain <laughs> was and robert Kraft involved in chinatown <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to get paid for pain and suffering yo hey uh, we, but okay it's not small thing but what about since we're hosting your kip's house he had a major event yeah. Oh, <laughs> you guys can hear more the major. Yes, he did. More major than my Fender Bender, which I thought it was a f- major car accident. Apparently, if you guys can hear throughout this episode, random clicking. That's Nick walking around on crutches. Um, he had a bit of a fall. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Um, Nicholas, do you want to Nick? talk into the mic? No. Oh, the pain's too bad. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll, I will summarize that. So we. Vasa was go actually. Uh, first-hand witness and also uh, person of interest slash suspect. <laughs> so he has the best. Usually we go quadding, we go to sand dunes. Was this after or before the accident you went quadding? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you know you're what? Back. <laughs> Did you go quadding? <laughs> For insurance purposes. Did you go off-roading? <laughs> Did you go off-road quadding before or after you got into your tremendous life-altering <laughs> accident with, okay, the, I'll with tell the Prius? You this. I went quadding after the car accident, but on the way, <laughs> but on the way to quadding, I even I was sitting next to Kip and Kirk, and I was like, "Yo, I have to switch my like way I'm sitting like every ten minutes because I was uncomfortable." How long was the drive? Back. Like an hour and a half. Okay, I think after an hour and a half, I probably get uncomfortable too. <laughs> but I was switching like every ten minutes because of like my bad, my back was bothering me. Will Nick verify this? Yeah, Nick, <laughs> can you verify? Either yeah, he either deny or. It's true. <laughs> yeah, so on the way to quadding, I was complaining about lower back being uncomfortable with me sitting and I had to switch positions. But back to Kip. Okay, yes. So we usually go sand dunes. You know, we kind of know, like, got used to working, you know, dry, uh, riding in the sand. Since the parks were closed, we decided to go trailing in, in Olympia. And as usual, you know, most books and movies and stories end. We were riding, everything was going well. Couple of, uh, quads broke down, so we went up on a hill, and we're like, you know what? You know, two quads broke down. Let's just see the view and let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's pack up and you know go home. 
So we saw the view and right anyway on uh, back to the trucks already to pack up and go home. And it's not sand dunes, it's trails, and so it's rocks, Shchibionka. What's Shchibionka? Gravel. Um, gravel road. I take a turn on a quad, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm, that was close. Like, I felt like my quad, like, oh, uh, that was close. Like, I took the turn, like, that almost drifted. But the kid was behind me with his buddy, great buddy, Kirk. You know, they were co-riding because, you know, the quads broke down. And I was like, oh, fudge, you know, there are two guys behind me. Like, I wonder how they're going to take the turn because they're right behind me. And as I look back, I see Kip and Kirk go off a ditch. That was scary initially because we're, you know, we're like a higher speed. So I break, run, start shouting. Kirk and Kip are now responding for a couple seconds. That was like a big shock. But as horrible of a story it could have been, I think Kip ended up with a dislocated hip. Kirk presumably, allegedly, some maybe damage to his ribs, but he didn't go to the hospital due to lack of health coverage. It's like punctured lung. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's what's <laughs> scary about it. Homie didn't even go for a bleeding. checkup. Like, imagine. We feel sorry for Kip. Kirk's the one dying. Yeah, like, <laughs> slowly. <laughs> yeah, so Kirk didn't even go for a checkup, which we can talk about. Uh, what is it? The healthcare for all. Homie didn't go for a checkup because of no health coverage. And Dang. Nick ended up with a messed up hip, which was tough because I had to pull him out like 30 feet deep out of a ditch with no painkillers or anything with him shouting and screaming. But, hey, it could have been much worse, but I ended up with keeping crutches, but walking, recovering two, three weeks, and he should be back on his feet. And we're back to sand dunes, right, Kip? <laughs> if five allows. Never again. <laughs> if five allows. Once you're married, you can do whatever you want as long as the wife allows. That's what's great about me. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch but of yeah, green. so that's kind of update on Kip. So if you were listening to this, you can shoot, uh, shoot uh, text. Cash out. Uh, text of symp- sympathy to Kip. Visit yeah. him at Nick his also has home a, every day. Nick recovering. also has a quad for sale. It's free or best <laughs> offer. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's interested in a quad. His wife will pay for somebody to pick it up. <laughs> should pay any shipping costs uh, in the lower 48 states. Um, okay, so we're, get, we're getting close to the 40-minute mark. That's Let's it? Let's talk about the elephant in the room. No elephant, bro. It's not, yeah, why you keep calling an elephant? Why is it an literally elephant? Literally an elephant. Elephant is like an awkward thing that like nobody wants to talk about. But we'd love to talk about it. <laughs> it's not an elephant. It's like a candy in a room. <laughs> okay, so a week ago, an unarmed black man was shot. Well, he wasn't shot, sorry. He was killed. It's a typical headline. Get Sorry. your story straight, Mario. Yeah, just, like, Mario's a liberal, that's why, you know. Usually like, they get shot by the police, but um, <laughs> unarmed black man was killed while being arrested. And in the past seven days, there's been a lot of protests, a lot of uh, protests. Unrest. Un- po- yeah, social unrest, political unrest. Um, a lot of the protests turned into violent, violent and there was a fair amount of looting, even here locally, in our community here in the Puget Sound. Um, and a very big debate about it online, especially if uh, you guys are on Twitter or Instagram. You may have noticed yesterday when you restarted your Instagram app a couple of times because the pictures weren't showing up. Showing up um, <laughs> thought my phone was broken, dude. <laughs> JK. Okay. Thoughts. Yeah, they so posted I, it. I feel like this they is a part posted of the, a lot of them. Huh? Huh? 
You, a lot He's, of what? He said thoughts. I said, yeah, they all posted. <laughs> what do you mean? So we get it? <laughs> huh? I don't get it. Who? Dude, I said, he said thoughts, dude. I said, yeah, they posted. They posted all the squares, dude. All the thoughts posted black screens. <laughs> Jeez, dude, you're slow, I think, bro. I think we have to call them. I you have to stand up. I think we okay, have to call them. Do you, think there is, say, you have to it, stand up. But it's easy to dunk on black squares. But don't you guys, think like guys, 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 guys. No, we're not dunking on them. African-American squares. Huh? That's no. not politically no, but like, yeah, like The whole social media. But like, don't you think some people were had like legitimate intent behind it? Let's say maybe the execution is not ideal what we'd want it to be. <clears throat> but the idea no, behind dude. it. This is my. Actually, dang, this is going to be a take because I haven't really thought about this take yet. But the black squares, I don't <laughs> think it does. Whatever's in your brain, just sh- yeah. sh- spit it out. <laughs> honestly, I don't think those. I don't think the black squares do jack. I think it was more of like uh, everybody is doing it. If I don't do it, I might get frowned upon. Thing for big, bigger profiles as far as the black squares go, because there's more you can do than just post a freaking black square about the racial injustice. Not that there is any, but that's another topic. There, there is any any way. As far as racial injustice goes, cause okay, but with all of this going on, I, like watching all of this and seeing like people's reaction, both reactions are like radical reactions. Like people, the African American community is like, we're getting persecuted, we're getting killed, we're getting this and that. And I, I've been like following this all on Twitter and stuff, and I looked into like police shootings of black males, not black males, of like black people and white people. Police shootings of African Americans are less than I looked at like you look up numbers. It's actually less than white people dying, and African Americans commit fifty percent of crime homicides first, and then there's like black on black crime too. And like you have two radical sides. It's like no injustices. There's literally African American community, huh? African American community is positions of leadership. Like, if you want to get some, there's, I mean, there's idiots everywhere from both sides, from African Americans to white people to, I don't think it's more of a racial thing. I think it's more of like yellow people, anybody. It's more of like just a a specific person thing. There's just a holes. That cop that took his, that didn't take his knee off that guy's uh, George Floyd's neck. I think he was more of an a-hole than than a racist or whatever else. He was just a DB, didn't want to listen to the people around him, and just kept pressuring. He should have taken it off. But I think it just blew it up because blew up because of the media, and then just pushing this stuff down people's necks because they literally have the TV going on, and it's both sides, just media shoving people people opinions. Well, this thing has like escalated into like okay, it first started off as you know a black man was killed by the police. But then it turned into, you know, like a racist, you know, but then it turned into like when the once the looting starts, you know, looting starts, shooting yeah. starts, and then it turned into second amendment uh, amendment and people were talking about, you know, gun rights and this and that and it, it, this thing has spiraled out into something that's very different than I think what the original, you know, protest, the original intention was. It's become such a wild thing and it's engaged both sides of the spectrum where people on the right are like, "Oh my god, you know, Here's all this information, blah, blah, blah. And the people on the other side, well, here's all this information. And I think there's more of a divide than ever now. 
So yeah. I think I think the pro- the whole protest definitely got. So we I think we have to address the the protest got hijacked. So let's say right now we most news is not talking about, uh, talking about besides you not know, I'm you know super left or whatever. Right now the the most media coverage is not the legitimate protest about police brutality. Right now it's about people looting and you know just stealing stuff, which is escalated so quickly. Like I saw some Russian kids. Looting freaking Bellevue Mall, grabbing like Seahawks jerseys and f- Adidas track jackets and pants just because they can get it. So I think there is, let's say, two things right now. Like people looting just for the heck of grabbing gr- free stuff. And so I think 100% of the people, you know, in general, like agrees that that's stupid and, you know, nobody's going to be like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's keep doing that. But to say that there is no prejudice that exists at all against let's say minority or you know black people i guess let's say i'm thinking let's say if i was like a black homie and i was getting pulled over like i would be more worried about myself than me being a white kid let's say, right now when i get pulled over i never you know i'm never scared about getting shot i'm, all, I'm more worried like i oh, mean i hope you am not get a ticket like i had had my license suspended for like a while when i was younger so i'm like then you're about to get, you know, hanged out again or whatever. But I was never worried, you know, being, having suspended license, having a whole bunch of tickets, all those things. I was never about worried about the cop being, like, violent but against me. But that's the thing. Like, it doesn't happen more often in the black community. People getting shot by cops. If you look at the numbers, they, they literally get shot less. Unarmed black men get literally get shot less by police officers than white men. Okay, I saw that. that per statistic. average, no. Saw, but I this saw, is why you think this because you literally the media just blows it up every single time it happens. They don't focus on other killings that happen. White cops shooting white guys. They don't focus on that. They don't push that down your throats. They mm-hmm. push down white guy killing white cop killing black guy. So okay. that's that's <laughs> my what I'm pissed off about is like media doing that and then and then. When someone has a different opinion other than the left's opinion, the left blows up like, oh, my God, you're racist. You're this and this and that. No, I'm not. Okay. No, Drew, Drew Brees is not racist for for deciding to, like, stand for the flag. That's his opinion. He doesn't have to agree with you and kneel for something you want to kneel for. Like, he can have his opinion and not be racist. That's what's that's okay, what so grinds my the fact, the, the statistics or whatever is the the whole... The unarmed black man or white man get shot more than unarmed black men by police. But then I don't know the statistics for, in general, you know, Same that, thing. Uh, but w- why were they so specific and un- unarmed? Why w- would they just be like, hey, there is, let's say, 100 people get shot, you know, a year or whatever. And then, but, they were, but then you have to be careful when they're like, unarmed black man. Because I'm thinking, like, why not go more general? Because wouldn't it be more, you know, convincing to be like... Because right now I think it's like nine... Uh, what is it? Like nine unarmed black men got shot last year by police. And I think... Because I, I think as soon as you say armed or include that into the statistics, people are okay, well, if he was armed, that's fair game. I don't... I'm, the thing is, I don't think it was armed or unarmed. I think it was, it was unarmed for sure. Homicides. No, it was unarmed. Yeah, unarmed. They kept, they kept saying, like, unarmed, unarmed. And I'm like... Why not include like general statistics? But I don't know enough about it to argue. But so okay, so I guess the question. But I looked up in general too. I looked up not police, 
not police shootings of people. I looked up just uh, citizens, American citizens, mm-hmm. and like white people shooting black people is literally not like it's it's a thing, but it's not like exponentially higher. It's not even higher than black people shooting white people or or white people shooting white people. It's so, so yeah, it's th- treated the same. Like so there's I no both sides. I think definitely have hard questions to answer because let's say I'm thinking. I think one of the questions that's being raised is like, if you're so concerned about let's say a cop shooting let's say a, a black man, then how come you're not concerned about let's say 30, 50 people getting shot in Chicago every weekend? Like, wouldn't you be yeah. if you're let's say concerned, let's say for a a person's life? Wouldn't you be concerned 50 times more every weekend in Chicago and Baltimore, like gang shootings? And this, because those are still people, they're getting shot by other gang members. How come nobody's ever talking about those? So that's definitely, you know, one of the questions. Because it doesn't that, make the news, bro. It's huh? not, it doesn't pay to talk about that stuff. It talks about, it what, pays what about to, the millions of to babies divide that people, get aborted dude. every year. Yeah, that's a whole other level. You know, that's like, of course, like a huge question. But yeah, I guess uh, one of the harder questions, I guess, from the left, that the left have to answer is like, if you're so concerned, all the weekend, you know, and throughout the week, all the gang shootings, that's, you know, dozens and hundreds of people that are getting shot on a weekly basis and no news coverage that's on that. That's the thing, dude. They're not concerned. They're They're concerned for the money. They're concerned of the ratings. They're concerned. Like right now, if you check CNN, you check MSNBC for their ratings, their ratings are skyrocketing because literally everybody has them tuned in and just focusing on this racial divide of black man versus white man, white man versus black man. So do you think there's... Do you think there's prejudice exists in the United States, let's say, against black people? I think... Overall, no, but I think it exists in every community. You take a white guy, go to okay, Compton. So does it exist? What do you mean in every community? What do you mean you say? You Overall, don't, I don't think it exists. I don't think black people are persecuted. I don't think white people are persecuted. I think a black man has the same amount of ability or, say, potential availability, opportunity to do whatever he wants with his life. That's why you see black people, African Americans, in positions of leadership. We literally had. An African American president, the president of the United States for eight years, eight there, years, but, okay. majority of the country chose but him. That's a very How weak, are we racist? But that's a very weak argument because how's uh, that weak? But it's like saying, let's you, say I have a black friend, therefore I can be as racist as I want because no, you can it's always not. Point to your your black friend. It's literally but, the top guy, argue, the president. A lot of people talk about black president, kind of like. Yo, we had a black president, so if I'm racist or if I'm, let's say, saying stupid stuff against black people, you cannot call me racist because, you know, we, we had a black president. You can have a black president with people still being, because, first of all, very small majority votes. So the fact that he became a president doesn't necessarily reflect the whole view of the country because a very small majority of the country actually votes for a president. That's like one of the biggest challenges for a president is for people actually to come out and vote. So the small chunk that actually came out and vote, voted for Obama doesn't necessarily reflect the view of the country. The same way, you know, let's say, you can argue right now, Trump, technically the majority voted for Hillary by, by electoral votes. You know, he became the president, but majority did not vote for Trump. Same thing. So you can argue that majority of the United States doesn't support Trump, yet he's still the president. So but what, I, what I mean is to argue, I think, and I think that's... I'm not hanging my hat on that point. I'm just saying... Like, if you want a position of leadership, it does not matter your skin color in the United States of America. 
if you go out, put in the work, put in the time, you can obtain that. You see that by the, all the politicians. There's there's plenty of African American politicians. There's plenty of African American coaches. There's plenty of I don't know African American players, athletes, athletes, actors. You name it. That's the beauty of America. Like if you want something, you can literally go get it. Stop playing. Okay. First of all, I think we could all agree that the media is like a big heaping, steaming pile of of like poop. You know, like yes. everybody hates the media. The media is is an evil in our time that we need to figure out somehow how to get rid of because it it tells people who want to believe something, you know, what to believe. It you know, it gives them what they want, and it you know, it pushes everybody further into the direction you know, kind of where they're from, and makes everybody a little bit more extreme. And there's a lot of fear mongering and all that kind of stuff. Second point I want to make. Uh, we here we live in the Northwest. This is a very diverse and very I I would say generally a much lower racism area than other parts of the country. We yeah. all grew up here. We went to schools, you know, in Federal Way, Auburn, Kent. Very mixed diverse, population. Yeah. Very diverse. We grew up with people from all. Na- I mean, we're not. Tech- I mean, we're white, but you know, our parents came here. We were immigrants. We were not like the white kids. We were also kind of out of the out of the white person club but you know there's latinos there's asians there's african-americans here but we grew up with all these people and here for us it might seem like we don't have racism here because like for me for you you know we're hey i, I don't look at people differently just because their skin's different you know everybody's kind of the same we're all one people but there's parts of the country definitely i can guarantee if you go to the south if you go to like you know, mississippi I have, fr- I have some homies in oklahoma and their jokes <laughs> and they're, they throw out some jokes and you're like <laughs> just look at them sideways and for them it's normal yeah. and like they don't feel like they're there's definitely racism radical in, jokes. In yeah but you go you go to any culture dude you go to latino culture they're gonna call you gringo what are they racist no that's their cult you go to any you go anywhere you go to a predominantly black community you're gonna get dogged on dude that's if you're trying to go to compton you'll you'll probably get dogged on you try to go to all white community you'll you'll get something that's that's the that's just human nature. You, yeah, you think if you, people say, are prideful of what they are. People are human beings. We we engage in tribalism like automatically. Yeah. That, that's our like default. Where where we have a group of people who are like us, and it doesn't have to be about race. It could be either financially, or it could be religious, or something. You know, even us here, we all here grew up in Pentecostal churches, and if some Baptist rolls up, we're all gonna be like, oh, Baptist, you know, like. And there's kind of like that, like, oh, this is our tribe, and you're not part of us. You're something different. And yeah. That's just the way humans are. It's like a survival instinct because we stick together with what's familiar, with, with what we know, and everything that's not familiar, everything that's different than us is almost like an enemy in a way. That's human nature to a, to a, to a fault. Can you, know? you argue that? I'll say, when you're thinking about America, I'm thinking predominantly white. So the, would like the black guy feel like he's out of place? Or let's say... Let's say because when you think of America, you don't think of black yes. people. You think of but white that, people. That's what minorities are. That's what my, we have minorities in. This so country. then, let's say if you're hiring for a job, let's say for, uh, hiring for a position, would you stick to like hiring a white guy because you're familiar with it, or hiring a black guy that you're not, let's say, tribal and familiar with, and you're like, ah, let's just go with the white guy to be safe. Let's say the, the white, let's say, kids like you and I have advantage over, let's say, getting a job what position. If the, what because if because of guy, familiarity? What if the guy who's hiring people is an African American? But again, but we're saying that like America is predominantly white, so it's a predominantly position. Not for long, huh? <laughs> so that's kind of like the argument. If it's like if we're, the country is predominantly white, and we're 
feel safe, you know, with our kind in a way, you know, yes. was familiar to us. And then there's like a white guy yes. and a black guy. You're, you're like, correct. Yes. Th- this will always exist. But America does have like, I think America does have a fundamental problem that's been, you know, our country was founded and had, you know, George Washington, founder, founding father. He had slaves. I think slavery. We all is, had slaves. Slavery. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. Racism is ingrained in this country. And I think it's going to take a long time for it to get, you know, kind of weeded out and fixed i think is still exists i think you know the civil rights act only passed in the 60s up until that point there were still segregated water fountains segregated bathrooms that's crazy for us here i mean in the west and in the north we were never really part of the the race kind of you know even the civil war the west really didn't even exist when that happened here on the west coast and kind of in the northern states like new york and pennsylvania it's not much of an issue because we kind of, you know, we kind of either got over that a long time ago or never really existed. But in the southern states, it remains an issue because a lot of these people, their parents, their grandparents, their great grandparents, were actively participating in segregation and racism, and that hey, you know, the African Americans, these are lesser people than us. They cannot use the same bathroom as me. They cannot even go to the same school as me. And even now, when all that stuff has, you know, it's all gone now. But the the memory of that still exists and still gets passed on. I'm sure there's plenty of racist grandpas or great grandpas in the South that still instill that, you know, to their kids, their grandkids. And it, it might be diluted more than it was, you know, in the 1940s, but it still exists. And I'm saying it's going to take a while. It's, you can't just say, okay, racism is a problem. Let's fix it. Everybody stop being racist overnight. That's, you're, that's not going to happen. And the protests, I think it's a good thing. It's raising awareness, you know, I'm I'm not happy with the looting and the violence. Yeah, That's I think we all yeah we all understand the looting is stupid, sure. but like the protest is. But as far as the racism thing, I mean, more power to them. But I think racism is a thing. It's not a set that simple of a thing where it's just like okay, everybody just stop being racist tomorrow, and everyone's like, all right, fine, you're right. But we should like try to do something about it. So say protest, say peaceful protest. It's kind of like a way to hey, we should think about it. Let's say like MLK, he did his thing. And it's like you know what, like we should change some laws, you know, or we could have been like. MLK, sit at home, like, this is a difficult issue, or, right, like, yeah. hey, let's make some progress. Protests work, yeah. Or, uh, I mean, seven days of protests, and today they, they, the other three officers, they took them into custody, and they upgraded the charges on the first officer. Which, he, is, which is, by the way, them upgrading the charge, it could be, like, actually a negative thing, yeah, yeah, cause because it's harder to prove, and it could be, like, he'd yeah. be acquitted, so it's easier to prove the lower charge. But and then he gets still locked up. Do you think this would have happened if there was no protests? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. And I, I guess the, you and guys not think it's because of the private autopsy that came out that that say no. It's I think it's just social to pressure to like keep people calm. Like, hey, hey, we're gonna like arrest them, but then the trial is still gonna happen. So even these three officers, they're gonna get bailed out, and then the trial is still gonna happen. But at least people feeling like there's some sort of like peace. Like, hey, at least they're gonna go through a trial. At least. You know, there's going to be a chance for a prosecutor to prosecute them for what they did. And if they get acquitted, you know, there might be some unrest later or whatever, but people will come down by then. But I think it's definitely, like, because of social pressure. Same thing with, like, the Ahmad Arbery, whatever the homie is. Like, it was, like, three and a half weeks went by with, without anybody getting arrested. And then, like, heck of social pressure, and three homies get arrested, and they're going to go to trial. I think I have a good quote for this situation. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Stalin once, Joseph Stalin, he once said this. He said, one death is a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. statistic. Yeah, so I think when there's, like, you know, uh, Floyd, Mr. Floyd, 
he died. You know, that's like a one person. You single him out. You know, you see pictures of him, his family. Family, Man, daughter, that's yeah. that's tragic. You know, that's tragic. But then you think about how many, you know, hundreds or thousands of people have been killed by police over the years. And, you know, and it's, it's, it doesn't hit the same because that just becomes a statistic. Yeah, that's why, like, in, like anytime you watch a campaign or, like, politics and, like, all these homies campaigning and always, like, anything you bring up, like, what do you think about Medicare for all? And they're like, you know, I support it. I met this mother with two children in Minnesota, yeah. and they all had to share a story. Do you remember Joe the Plumber? Huh? Do you no. guys remember Joe the Plumber? No. Oh, I forgot. I don't, I don't remember if it was during Trump's election or if it was back from Obama. But, like, somewhere in, like, Pennsylvania, they were doing, like, on-the-ground kind of campaigning, and they found some guy whose name was Joe. And he was a plumber. He was like, Joe the Plumber, and they interviewed him, and he had some things to say, and they, like, singled him out. And it was like, oh, Joe yeah. the Plumber, and he was all over the news, and it was yeah. Well, yeah, we we as people we love like stories and all that stuff, and not like the it appeals emotions. to our, yeah, yeah. It, it appeals to our hearts and to our sense of good. Um, okay, so let's say, but yeah, my thing is is I think the prejudice does exist because, like what we said, we're a lot more you know likely to respond and you know to people of our you know that are more similar to us. And if we think of America, we think of predominantly white. So therefore, if you're a black uh, black guy, like I'm thinking, like I'm trying to think, maybe you know, oh, media brainwash all that stuff. But I'm thinking, let's say, if I was a black kid and I walk in somewhere, I would feel more insecure than if I'm a white kid. Let's say, even walk into a store or whatever. Like I'm a white guy. Like I don't care. I know, like you know, dirty blonde hair or whatever. Like I'm, I know I look the par of like. The innocent white kid, you know, kind of like, hey, my parents are fine. Like, I'm a middle-class white kid. I'm not a threat. But I'm thinking if I was black, I think I would always be conscious of that. Of like, anywhere white kid, I'm like, yo, I know I'm black, but trust me, like, I'm chill. Like, don't, like, I'm not a threat. Like, I'm, I'm just here to, like, get my thing and get out of here. Like, I'm not a threat type of deal. Like, and I've, let's say one of the stories, because we love stories, is on the pastors. Like, conservative pastor, you know, like, graduated from a seminary. And let's say small things, but I think like they get to you over time. Like, and so like a you know homie graduated from a seminary, educated dude, a pastor of a church, he gets pulled over by cops. Mm-hmm. They're like, search the part of the vehicle. And it was like a minor violation. I think like I don't, don't want to make up a violation, but it was something minor. He's like, search the part of the vehicle. He's like questioning, questioning, the cops questioning him like, you know, where are you going? You know, why? All that stuff, you know, trying to, you know, whatever, figure out who he is. Another cop, and he's married to a, a, a white gal. Another cop. Is this, is this guy black or white? Black. Oh. Yeah, so he's a black, a black homie. And, but he's married to a white chick. And another cop, while one guy's like questioning him, you know, trying to figure out where he, you know, who he is, where he's going, all that stuff. Another cop walks up to the girl, and he's sharing down you know, a church. And he's like, the cop walks up to the, you know, to the passenger side, to, the, to his wife. And the cop asks his wife, are you here against your will? And again, it's like as a human being, like that will be like, you know that he asked that for, he asked that his wife because he's black. Like, if it was a white guy, if it was a, like the white homie, the cop would never ask a white one girl like, "Are you here against your will?" I hate these hypothetical like. It happened. Like this is the <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He, he, pastors never lie. They tell the truth. So you're gonna say that he made up a story? No, I'm not. But it's a hypothetical situation. Like it's not hypothetical. It happened. Look, it's hypothetical. No, it's he, a hypothetical he, 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 he happened in real life. And, and as a human being, you and feel... African it, pastors always, always uh, resurrect people from the dead also. It happens. 
I'm talking about a conservative dude. It's I not know. one of those like miracle, you know, some Nigerian pastor. I'm talking about Texas. My point, like conservative. My black point pastors. is, yeah, they never lie. But um, so, okay, so okay, so before we go further, <coughs> you're gonna dismiss it as a lie. When no, I don't story, dismiss it as a lie. I'm just huh? saying, like, I'm pretty sure there's stories lie. like this. No, stretching the truth. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> there you go. I'm pretty sure there's stories like this with white guys. Myself. Myself, literally, I got pulled over. I got pulled over at 14. I can say I, I. They told me to get out of the car and frisk me and search my car because You're I was white. Years old. <laughs> I was 14. I got frisked and searched in my car search because I was white. No, it's because my dumb self drove the car at 14. I looked like a kid. They pulled me over, took me out. They frisked me, scared me to death. Put me in their cop car. It wasn't because I was white. I can say it probably was white because I was white, but it, no, you don't know that the motive. That wasn't the point of the story. No, the, the point is you don't know the motive of Be, that cop. Being, being frisked wasn't the point of the story. That wasn't the, the, the point of the story. I got pulled you're over You're trying once. to say that he asked this because he was black. How do you know that? You don't know that. But you're trying to, you're trying to push that. I got pulled over once, and it was scary, and turned out, the car I was driving was from auction. It was salvage, and it didn't go through state patrol, and it was pretty scary. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> it's because you're and I was Russian, and I was scared for my yeah. life. And I thought they saw me. It was totally profiling because I look Russian, and the car looked salvage. Obviously, so they're like, mm, "Got him." I'm sure it exists. So, okay, look, so my you just you. But my thing is, you just dismissed the whole story. Hey, hey and guys, I told guys, you, guys, you just no, I didn't the whole dismiss story it. We're not, it didn't we're not fighting each other yeah, here. We're, we're just discussing things. I want to mention one thing, if we can move on. During this whole time, I've noticed. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of emotions out this there. Whole time, what like a uh, so this past week? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Since you know, since all these kind of events unfolded, you know, there's been a lot of things happening. A lot of people saying this and that. Um, the leader of our country, the leader of the free world, he has not really mentioned anything about racism. All he's been talking about is law and order, about deploying the military, about stopping the looting. Do we should should he have said something? You know, in the past week, something around like, "Hey, you know," these he did. He put out a video today. Did he? What did he say? Well, I don't really follow him, so I'm not like super up to date. But just from what I have seen, so we know where Mario is coming from. <laughs> I don't follow the president. Joe Biden. On the other hand, posted a video, and I, I don't know what he was talking about for 20 minutes. Who? Joe, Joe Biden. He was talking about random stuff. Probably for 20 his minutes. rep. Biden's not going to be that, that many, bro. I watched the video on Joe Biden. Him. They asked him a bunch of questions about like, uh, what would you do as president? It's like a, it was a, it's like a 10 minute clip. What would you do in this situation? They asked him about his life, what he did, all this stuff. It was actually a pretty cool video. I enjoyed it. I was like, ah, I can see this guy's a prez, I guess. I saw the video of Joe Biden where he says he was being interviewed. And I don't know if this is like cut out of context. It looked legit. It didn't look like it was edited. And he, he was being interviewed and he said, I am ready to go on the record and state that I've been in politics for 40 years and I'm going to beat Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, he, did. he had a lot of. But I wonder if they, if he got put on some some sort of good medicine, because for like a couple of weeks he was saying some silly stuff. Like he would like, looks like he was losing, yeah. But for like past like two weeks, he's been like on point. Besides like the whole like, if you're deciding between me and Trump, then you ain't black. Kind of the slip up. But he's been kind of like even in his in his interviews. I think he's been trying to be like very aggressive and like, look, I got it together. So I think he just got put on some really good medicine to kind of like level leveled him a little bit because for like two Did months he? he was saying some 
dumb stuff. So uh, the the clip I watched too, they asked him, I think about his like youth, and he said he had a stuttering problem. Is that is that true, or have you guys heard about that? Because that would explain a lot of his say mishaps. But it's not well. stuttering. Like he would say, like he would start saying the sentence, and he would like halfway kind of like lose track, and he was kind of like wave his hand and like. No, I screw. I don't know where I was going with this, and he would just like restart a sentence or whatever. Uh-huh. So he wasn't like. I feel like that's like. Have you guys watched the Epstein documentary on Netflix? I started no. it, but so the, <laughs> Prince Andrew from the UK got acute. You know, he was a girl that he allegedly, you know, like slept with when she was underage. Like pointed him out and was like, "Hey, this was the guy. He was sweating all over me. Like I remember it. Like there was even a picture of them together." Yeah. And then he went on the BBC News and he he tried to defend himself. And he was basically like, they're like, well, we have this photo. And he's like, I don't remember that. I don't remember this girl. I don't remember any of that. And by the way, um, I have this condition where I don't sweat. Um, so there's no way that I could have been sweating all over her. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> such a bad defense that like you right away know like he was there. This guilty. guy's guilty. <laughs> guilty. Anyways, okay. Hey, no, hey, but can we... Uh, we I want to wind it back... Final thoughts. I want to wind it back to... Final thoughts to, to, to on the this president. topic. Okay. To the president of the United States. Final right. thoughts on this topic. I think the president could have done a better job of handling this instead of just, we're going to send out the military, like the actual military, which rarely happens in history, to, you know, to stop all this. He could have said something to, you know, hey, peaceful protesters, that's good, keep doing it. Looters... I mean, the last time they did is like 1992. During the Rodney King riots, yeah. yeah. But... I think he could have done a much better job in helping unify the nation rather than dividing the nation. Well, I think like anyway, bro. I think anyway, anything he would have said, the media or the the left people that are against him would have spun it to make him look bad. Like anything, but that doesn't he mean said. that he could have but couldn't have done anything better. Sure. Yeah, we can all say he could do something better. Like, what do you think? He whatever done he better? does, what do you think he could have done better? If okay, from my personal when I when I same thing though same as Mario like when I first saw what he was tweeting when he had his yeah if you got I don't know if you guys saw what he tweeted probably did um, the first tweet I was like okay that's cool dope and then the second one when he started saying like thugs I was like ah <laughs> when the, when the yes looting. there are thugs they're looting but there's also like literally you know noble to spin it. yeah hold on when the there's charts, also yeah shooting scene. same yeah, thing like, with that like he said thugs i was like okay bro like yes there are thugs da. yeah there's looters there's homies that are idiots they they're they're literally not doing that for for the cause yeah and there's noble like people actually peacefully protesting that's gonna make him look bad so yeah i was like yeah you shouldn't have done that same thing when when they start Looting, yeah. Sense. When they start looting or whatever, we start shooting. It's like not a good time for that too. But what but I'm going to say on this whole topic is like I think it's more of just of like a thing of of people's heart. I don't think it's more of like I don't think it's racism as much as it is just people are there's idiots and there's a holes in this world, and that's going to be. F- to the end of time and i think that i think that's that's the like the root of the problem people are just say even not inherently evil yeah inherently evil they're sinful and that's the root of the problem yes but uh, so i and i i agree with that the people are and i guess with all of this even the whole like division going for me the biggest like not disappointment i guess that kind of disappointment is 
people pe- putting so much faith into politics. They're like, yeah. you know what, Trump and t- Trump forever, or you know, Democrats and liberal, you know, agenda forever. That's what's gonna save us. And I'm like, yo, both people are evil. Trump's there to benefit himself. Biden's trying to get in there to benefit himself, not to help anybody else. But with all of this, so of course, like people are still gonna hate. Like when Obama was a president, the Fox News. You know, wanted to tear him apart. It was less yeah. crazy because right now social media is so prevalent. But like, I remember one time he went to some Obama went to some meeting with like cocky pants, and I think Hannity almost lost his mind. Like, the president, you know, so underdressed, so unprofessional. Like, our country lost all the respect because homie didn't wear a suit to some meeting or something like that. You know, so like they did that too. But I think what like Marishan say is, what if let's say saying tugs and when the looting starts, the shooting starts. What if, let's say, yes, the media would criticize him no matter what. But let's say, well, instead of those tweets, he tweeted, like, even if he doesn't freaking mean it, but he's still a politician. He'd be like, hey, guys, I know we got a lot to work on. We, we're going to have a meeting next Monday with black business leaders, whatever, black, you know, social leaders. We're going to talk about this. You can talk about it, and no laws are going to get passed for another five years. But imagine the reaction of the country. Like, you know what? Next Monday... Trump is meeting with 50 black business and social leaders. They're going to talk about this. That's all you need to do. And that's what I, what I mean about like handling it better. It's not necessarily changing the country and changing and CNN falling in love with him. But tweet something like that. And the reaction is still going to be bad. But instead of saying tugs and looting and shooting, you say something like, yo, I understand where you're coming from. What I, I guess uh, what I'm thinking about is, let's say, if I do something and my wife is offended or feels hurt by it and she's like hey when you did this or when you said this i was offended by it instead of me like dropping like statistics and numbers on her i'm like you know what like let's talk about it or like man i didn't i didn't mean that well, like why did i make you feel like that because that's not what i meant to do or like i think you're wrong here let's talk about it and i think that's what we're what people mean by president being presidential is instead of being like thugs and looting and shooting all those things be like you know what like I mean, I think I know what I'm doing, but let's talk about it. Like, you seem pissed off. Let's talk about it. You seem hurt. Like, I wonder why. Maybe there's something I don't understand. But I think it's 99% of the politics, like with Biden and Obama and all this stuff, they still did their thing. They still did their wars. The Obama politicized, I think the, uh, today I saw the Obama spent on police department, again, I might be exaggerating, like 40 times more than Bush did before. He spent on police departments and, like, you know, militarizing the police force. But he didn't, like, hey, guys, let's talk about it. Hey, this is for this. So I think that's what they want Trump to do. And, again, some people don't like it. But the idea is for people that are pissed off, this may help. Like, hey, guys, let's sit down and talk about it. And you don't have to do jack and squat about it. But calm people down instead of saying, oh, you're pissed off about what some white cop did. Well, you're stupid. Instead of being like, hey, let's hear you out. That's all he needs to do. That's Eric, all. anything to add? You've been kind of quiet. Somebody should just take Trump's phone away. <laughs> Stuff <laughs> like this. <laughs> all right, I yeah. think closing thoughts. See, we all you, know, you know what I want? You know who I want to tweet, though? Kanye West, bro. I'm waiting for him to like, start tweeting. He's <laughs> probably in rehab, bro. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably back in there. <laughs> closing What's thoughts. What? Uh, what was I going to say, dude? Come on. Oh, what, also, so what also grinds my gears is like when both sides – like result not result get offended 
our cancel culture like these days. You literally get well, offended and you start. You don't want to talk. Like that pisses me off. Like, and it dude, just gets aggressive. Yeah, if you don't, like, people agree, are assuming Drew Brees is not going to be a starting quarterback yeah. now because of what he said. No, there's no way he will be. <laughs> but look, that will be crazy, dude. But the thing is, like. It grinds my gears that people can't, like, have in a conversation. Like, he'll get offended and he'll post this. Oh, my God. I cannot believe this said this. Like, dude, just because you don't think this. Yeah, there's no middle ground yeah, anymore. You okay. have to either be like, left you don't ha- or right. He doesn't have to think yeah. like you. Like, you guys are completely different people. Like, that's the beauty of people. That's the beauty of America. Like, you can have different opinions. You can have different cultures. But you can still get along. Like. But I think that's what, the good news about that annoying, is dude. I think we're go getting over the hump of that, uh, like the cancel culture, because people enough liberals are getting canceled because let's say, like the Sarah Silverman's and all those that'll be like this radical leftist, and they will say something one thing stupid like like Jimmy Fallon freaking a week ago, like from twenty years ago a clip of him playing Chris Rock, and they're understanding more and more people are understanding how dumb it is, so I think we are getting over the hump of cancel culture and people are slowly realizing how stupid it is and I think what people need to stop doing is celebrities like Jimmy Fallon is not to apologize for it but come out and explain it let's say Jimmy Fallon like apologized for it but if he came out and he's like hey guys this was 15 years ago like this was a clip like this is what we did and that's what happened. That's all. And now apologize for it. And enough people do that. And you people don't think understand that's get, normal. You don't think he'd get crap for, for doing that and not apologizing? No, but that's what I mean. But a week if, later, if, nobody if, remember. Or are we getting there? If everybody starts doing that, it'd become more normal. Yeah, but yeah. it has to be one guy. But I think that one guy is scared of losing yeah. literally everything. Yeah, Kanye, but, Kanye will do it. <laughs> yeah. But no, so that's, that's, but I that think we're getting, I think we're very close to that where people yeah. will be like, "Hey, this is stupid." So like, this is cheap, and like you think we have to get past this these points or this point I think to the, it's like it's like we have to get over this hump. Yeah. To well, get so to what that happens? Point. I think what happened was I think the liberal agenda kind of swung too far left, and people were like, "Yeah, you know, social justice for the you know cost of all things, you know, like whatever." And I think, like, he swung so far left that people are like, wait, 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 this is way too crazy. This is not going to work. Like, this is not sustainable. So right now it's kind of, like, swinging a little bit back. Like, you know, right now more and more people are starting, you know, as far as, like, news networks and all that stuff. Like, people are becoming more independent, not being able to be canceled by, you know, YouTube or whatever. Even, you know, Twitter getting heat lately. And I think people are realizing that if you're relying on Twitter or YouTube or Google, you know, to filter all your stuff out... Then it's being then it's better to be you know more independent and it seems like there's more and more like kind of like more popular homies are like starting up, let's say whatever Joe Rogan's and uh, other people that are more independent that you can't cancel them and I think that's going to be a thing and even these big platforms like Facebook and Twitter's once they realize that, that they're losing these big major players because they're becoming independent because of the filtering or whatever they're going to be like you know what screw it we're just a platform anybody that posts anything. You know, have people choose if they don't want to listen to it. So, yeah, I think we swung way too far left. And now it's slowly coming back to the right where people, let's say even on like Twitter, like liberal, let's say media guys, but they're already kind of like, hey, guys, this is stupid. We need to be more realistic about this. Like even with them criticizing the Democratic Party when it comes, you know, when they see fit and stuff like that. So I'm optimistic about people realizing that the cancel culture and they're like, Far left is is dumb, 
and it's gonna come more you know center now because like that's not sustainable and people realize it now okay so my closing thoughts on this topic Winston Churchill once said never waste a good crisis I think there's a big crisis going on right now and it started off as a racial thing it started off as a police brutality thing and I mean almost immediately everybody saw that as an opportunity to push their agenda to push either their divisiveness or you know to to hype up their supporters and that's the thing that I'm really most upset about is because it didn't stay what it was it became a weird thing where everybody's now involved pushing their agenda from you know all eight sides you know never waste a good crisis there's a crisis going on right now and people are you know people are looking for answers and everyone's trying to push the answers down your throat and it's gotten so muddy and so crazy everybody hates each other right now so who who do you think wasted a crisis and who do you think took advantage of this crisis. I think, I think both parties are taking advantage of both that. parties. Yeah, both sides. Did you want to rile people well, up? Someone. Wh- who do you think? What I mean is, like, who do you think hurt themselves more, and who do you think helped themselves more? I think it's still. I think this thing is still active, and there's no no telling when it's going to start. Stop. Still so. up in the air. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel. I guess I feel a little bit like compa- They didn't waste the crisis, but I feel some compassion for, let's say, the people that were legitimately protesting peacefully for you know the injustice that felt like is happening in the united states and they got hijacked by looters which i was looking through some like seattle even videos protests and all it is like capitol hill like you know white chicks running around yelling and shouting and all that stuff so like they definitely got like hijacked and we're now nobody's talking about the protest the peaceful protest but people talking about like a dumb beep dumb people looting yeah. so like that sucks i think this is, is also a triple threat of events to happen because a everybody's been locked up on quarantine yeah. for the past months and yeah. the weather's starting to get warm everyone's trying to get outside second a lot of people are sitting at home unemployed right now all the people who used yep. to work at restaurants stores who are all shut down hey, right dude. now they're sitting at home looking for something they're to do riled no money, up dude no money no, too yeah no they're, they're starting to feel the pressure you know that one stimulus check didn't do much and then you add on top another, you know, another Let's person. Let's get another one. Another person died at the hands of the police, and you know somebody lit the match, but there was a whole bunch of gasoline yeah. laying around. Yeah. So I think it's an ugly mess, and we don't know for ten percent into it or for you know at ninety percent done. You know, who knows? Well, I'll my thing this. is that uh, the elections are coming up, so the media or you know the homies behind all this stuff, like you know riling people up and stuff, because it's always beneficial, like you said. Never waste a good crisis, so keep the crisis going. And it's always the election year. It happens to be, you know, coincidentally that there's, you know, crisis. So we're still uh, several months away from elections. They're going to have to they have to keep up the, the chaos. 2020 until November 3rd is going to be a wild year. This That's for sure. So uh, there's going to be year, baby. the crazy part about it is, like, all these, like, riots. All, like, it's going to be, like, a small part of, like, who knows what the heck is going to happen yeah. in the next Dude, couple months. I want to say that's so annoying. Imagine imagine being like say a hard working African American family. You want to go peacefully protest and you have these a-hole libtard fake Black Lives Matter movement Antifa bastards <laughs> coming and looting and throwing and breaking in and making y'all look bad. How pissed off would you be, dude? <laughs> Yeah, that's bad because we're now nobody's talking about that. Yeah. That'll this month, hold on. Let's tr- let's trace back. 
I remember so in January we were on Dude, the. It's impossible. You have to like hold legit on, look through on. like a cal- like news. Well, let's try to. There's so much stuff. In happening. January we were on the brink of World War Three with Iran. They that we killed one of their guys. They bom- missile bombed our base. Trump was threatening to go like full nuke war. That happened in that will happen in the first like two weeks of this year, and then Australia Yo, but, Australia burned down. But the memes were so fire. The memes were <laughs> the, memes, the World War Three memes. I think that's the one thing keeping amazing. people sane and together is because no matter what's going on outside, you open up Twitter and there's some fire Dude, memes. memes are like in, I don't and, know who comes up with those things. And you know what's the best thing about memes? It doesn't matter if you're black, white, male, female. They're funny to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Australia burned down. Then China got the virus. Then it came here, right? What else happened in that time? But we got I the, feel like there's so much more happening that we don't ki- remember there anymore. There was the killer bees. and They, they never ha- came. Like, no, they never came. They, they got came. They Washington, read the room bro. and they bounced back. They said, <laughs> we'll be back later. <laughs> We're not big enough right now. Leave. Then the economy crashed. Trump got impeached. Wasn't that in yeah, January? Yeah, that was in January. The of the United Trump States got impeached. got impeached and we don't even remember that anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. Epstein got hung. In jail. Oh, Epstein faked his death and ex- escaped to South America. What? Okay. We're going to be wrapping up soon, but Epstein. You, I, I recommend. I, that's a summary. People, summary. Who are, people who are interested in this topic, the Netflix uh, documentary is fairly okay, interesting. The, in t- like, you know, 10 minutes. What's, let's say conclusion or like. Dead horse, theory. dude. Huh? I'm dead horse to what me. To me, it's a dead horse. It's beating a dead horse. Like I, well, I, I, I don't care about the. Hey, after this watching that like documentary, a piece of me thinks that <laughs> it, brings it was all fake, and this guy's chilling somewhere on some island. Is that really what they make it look like? People no, still no, think that's Tupac just me forming alive, my own like, terrible opinions. <laughs> okay, let's say your theory on Epstein. Like, let's say whatever yeah. you read. Let's say you, who he was and where he is or how he is now. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I guess right enough or or. I haven't looked into this topic as much. I mean, originally when all of these things were coming out, like the thing is like you get autopsies from one source that says one thing and then you get autopsies from another source and it says another thing. You don't know what the heck to believe. (laughs) You don't know what the heck to believe. It's like that. Remember that dress? It was either like, was the dress? Yes. Was the dress blue? Blue or gold? Blue or what? Gold. Gold. Oh, yeah. It's gold. Definitely gold. Blue and gray or golden. Gold and blue, yeah. Gold. Yeah, everybody has a different opinion. I saw blue. That's the thing that sucks. I hope with all of this stuff going on, like black, white, yellow, lib, right, whatever the heck you are, I hope people are more like open to hearing each other out and hearing each other's opinion and like yo you think this way i think this way what do you not want me to do or what do you want me to do to like help you or not hurt you in a way out of all of this and i hope the antifa get die okay wow but uh going back and forth i think through all of this crap the crazy, the crazy this part just about this s show I think there's a silver lining at the end where, like, yes, there's even, say, prejudice, racism. Like, people are dumb. You got bad people everywhere. But through this, through all of this, I think more people will, like, be like, we'll see the other person's side, whether it's your, your white and awesome. you see an African-American side or your African-American, you see a white guy's side, your whoever the heck you liberal, are. conservative. I think that's like right now is a big one is we'll like liberal, see. liberal, conservative. Yeah, that would be, I'd be awesome if we got to that. But I think media won't allow, you know, majority of the people that like believe the media and kind of, in a way, 
you know, form their opinions from the media is for media it's not beneficial or for politicians it's not yeah. beneficial. You want to get camps, Jeez, you want dude. people to be loyal to you, and that's it. And the other side's evil, and I'm good, and I'm your savior. But so you're not you know enough about Epstein, okay. Mark. Your view of Epstein, let's say summary of what, who you think he was. Really quickly, just because we're getting pretty lengthy here, but um, I he was a very rich guy. He had he was connected to lots of powerful people. Uh, he did some really bad things. Uh, I think he helped a lot of other powerful people do a lot of really bad things. And I think that's one of the reasons why he wound up either dead or escaped. But part of me thinks this guy was so wealthy, he had, I mean, the best connections. He had, like... Yeah. Like, if you could pick Like, Saudi a, homies, if you could pick all those a, homies came visiting, like, chilling you, at his if house. If you could pick a basketball team since the beginning of the NBA, like, the best players throughout history, and put them together on a team... Like, you know, the all-star team of all time. That's literally like the lawyer team he had, you know. I think that there's a slight piece of me that thinks that maybe the whole death thing was faked and he's just chilling on an island somewhere. But he was a terrible person and all his associates were terrible person, uh, terrible people. Uh, one of his associates is Donald J. Trump uh, and Anonymous recently leaked some papers that, that was crazy. Uh, accused him of... Uh, I wonder why media never picked that up. Because well, it was a, they don't want you to know. No, but I guess the idea, was, like the explanation was that they, they were like total knowledge. That's why, you know, no journalist fucked oh, up because they settled it. it and they signed NDAs and they got paid out. But now Anonymous got the the court papers and leaked it. That's yeah. crazy. Anyways. But for me, the crazy part about this and like, I've never been like into like conspiracy. And I think that's where it always starts. You start somewhere. Is the... Mario started here. No, but... <laughs> With him, like, he was locked up in a freaking, you know, in New York, like, South Southern District Jail, and not one camera. They, like, they, the cameras were, were trying, down, all the cops were, or all the guards were asleep. Like, they were trying to get even a parking lot camera. Like, we want to see which cars came and visited the, the jail at, that night. They're like, legit for the parking lot camera, that, uh, I think the exterior gate or whatever, the outside gate camera, all they said was the tape is missing. So legit, there's zero cameras that shows any movement, any people, any car throughout the whole jail that night. Yeah, it's either either it was a hit job because he was going to rat on a lot of very powerful people, people who we call politicians and presidents and kings and whatever, um, or it was faked and he's gone. The again, the one of the arguments for again, this is already you know like the whole aluminum hat, you know conspiracy theory thing, but the idea was. That he was so powerful, like legit, homie was, you know, dealing with like you know, you know, United States presidents, Saudi Arabian princes, you know, the New England whatever, you know, princes, all that stuff. And it's, it's not New England; uh, it's the old England. Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> old England. Yeah, and he just is, England, brother. He's he, England, and he since he was so powerful that he and his throughout his personality, even in him being in such a high position. He was so cocky that he's going to get out of any situation because obviously he was dealing with like crazy stuff. So why would he kill himself now if he knows that he has like the most like, gangster world leaders on his side? Why kill himself now? Because he knows that with like in comes to tr- that was my theory. Went, that was he, my theory. Cause even he went to trial, of course. Like what's for like Saudi what? Saudi homie hit up the judge? He'd be like, bro, if this homie is guilty, if he all went, your kids and grandkids will suffer. If he went to trial. A lot of stuff would come up, exposing and implicating a lot of other people. So I think they just went with the. Again, this is a very small piece of me, <laughs> but 
They're like, hey, let's not go through this whole trial thing. While I'm in hold, before even the trial, while he was in jail awaiting trial, there's a quote suicide, and the whole case just dies. Everybody forgets about it, and everyone's, you know, everyone's protected. But I think he would be down to kill himself because he's way too prideful and way too po- like feeling powerful to kill himself. Did this guy have more dirt on him to put him in jail for longer or shorter than? The who's a producer guy? For Weinstein. Weinstein. Wait, sorry. No, Weinstein was more. He was just raping models against him. So who has more dirt? Against Epstein, one hundred percent. Weinstein was more. Epstein. Yeah, Weinstein was one of Epstein's. So he would have a longer term to serve than Weinstein. But he was way more connected than Weinstein. I'm talking like Weinstein, kings and Weinstein, Didn't Weinstein get like 24 years? Some what's his term that he? Yeah, has but to he serve? had no connections as far as like presidents. Weinstein's crime was pretty much sexual. A young assault. model comes and she's like, "I'm trying no, to." Get I, I know what his crime is. I'm just yeah, saying, but then like, he had who, no connections. He couldn't go, uh, hit up Clinton and be like, "Yo, bail uh, me out." He couldn't do that. But Epstein could do that. Yeah. Hit up Saudi, England, Clinton. Trump and be like, bro, can you get me out? I'm in freaking jail. You might have seen me in the news. So the the Epstein could do that, but Weinstein couldn't. So why do that. would they put him out if they can literally just call him and be like, "Don't do it. We'll get you out." Because, so the reason why he went to jail, all this stuff happened way back in the '90s, and he colluded with the Department of Justice, and they basically give him like the deal of a lifetime. Or basically, in Miami, he yeah. went to jail for like. Six months, but he had like work release. Home arrest. Mijami. Mijami. He had had work release six days a week, and then he went on a house arrest, and he broke the rules like every day. But then like 10 years later, some judge somewhere was like... Watch the documentary. It like explains. Like homie was gay. Like he also be checking as a molester or whatever, uh, like every month. (laughs) And and for like a year and a half, he never checked in. (laughs) And police department never did anything because he was like too gangster. Yeah. And like, anyways, he would just because he didn't want to admit it. Is that white privilege, dude? Is that white privilege? If you want, Epstein is Jewish. (laughs) But Naomi knew how to talk. Apparently, apparently his skill was if you talk anybody into anything. Wrap that up. Any good news? Anything like happy? Current event to end this. I'll. I'll, You guys have anything? I don't know. Like, is there any? Has anything good happened on this planet (laughs) in the past (laughs) week? Yeah, I changed. I was telling. I was telling Kip. I changed one piece of trim today at work, and it took me four hours. I literally set up scaffolding for four hours to change one piece of trim at the third floor of a condo. Did you get paid for all? Like, I don't know what I'm getting paid for that yet. one board. I don't know what I'm getting paid for that board <laughs> yet. <laughs> what I'll if find you, out. What if you're getting paid like ten bucks, <laughs> dude? I'll be pissed. He's like, it's not ten bucks. He's gonna say, bro, just one board. <laughs> It's a couple hundred bucks, but hopefully the guy I'm doing this for <laughs> bid a good amount for it. Cause, dude, I was I was cursing at everybody in the morning. No, I wanna just my brother. I guess I'll the good thing is COVID's like even this whole protesting thing, you know. But even before, even a week ago, COVID was basically like on its way out. So that's good. what uh, I saw no? a guy. I think he's a New York Times a homie tweeted today, and he said, after this, all the protests. When COVID cases hack a spike up, don't blame the protesters. Blame the white supremacy. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> because of white that's supremacy, all these protests needed to happen. So that's why the spikes are like the, is the cases are gonna spike up. So it's white supremacy. Another fault. Uh, on this topic, what do you guys think? Hot take time. What do you guys think is gonna happen? All these people going out, 
mostly, well, not mostly, I don't know the numbers, but a lot of, say, African-Americans, Antifa people going out protesting in the streets, those masks are not helping. They're literally just breathing the same air. And I think, though, I and think it's supposed to hit it by Dr. Fauci's and all their recommendations. It's like the symptoms show like five seven, to 11 yeah, days. Yeah. Like average seven days, five to 11 days. I think so the one good now and like yeah. the next couple of days is literally people are about to be getting hit with the symptoms. We're going to need ventilators. But according I think to doctors, no, no, I think silver What's lining happen? Silver lining is that these protests Luckily, it wasn't the boomers, a bunch of 60, 70 people year old protesting. But it is. Young people. It is, too. Dude, I'm driving through Seattle. I don't know if this is because they're scared of the looters, that they're going to come and trash their house or something, but there's plenty of older people, literally like 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, older people, like older folk. They're out in the street. They're putting Black Lives Matter on their fences. They can't beat them. Join them. That's what I'm saying. I don't no, know no, their no. intention. No, I think Maybe they're scared of the looters. Maybe they're for the thing. Whatever. I got a hot take. But they're, but I think they're by in and the large, the protesters were under the age of 40, and I think most likely they'll be okay. They'll be fine. They probably won't go get positive. tested. So, okay, this, this if okay. they get tested. But then they get go, the Look, they're going to go back to the people then, then, that they know that are 60, This is a hot take. I got the hot take, bro. Trust me. So numbers are supposed to skyrocket. The protests yes. were staged to increase Corona numbers. So, not necessarily staged, but never waste a good crisis. So, numbers are going to spike up heck because the t- tests are widely available now. So, let's say next two weeks, they're going to be like, dude, everybody get tested. You know, for us to open, let's say for Washington, open phase two, phase three, everybody has to get tested. Tests are, are, are widely available now. Numbers skyrocket. And then what happens? They're like, fudge, dude, this is... Lockdown. Lockdown, mail-in voting required. We cannot send people to vote. It has to be mail-in voting across the board. If we lock down again, we're going to go into like 1920s depression. As long as the agenda works out for freaking mail-in voting and we get a Democratic president, like, do you think they, do you think they care? Dang, dude. That's we're true. not with Inslee not freaking unlocking with everything. Like, he just announced today... The, the King County, today, he announced that King County is not ready to go into phase two. Phase two today? is, yeah, phase two is restaurants are quarter capacity, retail is quarter capacity, and hanging out five people outside of your family, outside of your house. Oh, we're good. That's we're, phase two. We're Gucci. That's phase two, and easily said we're not ready to go into phase two yet. We're phase two it up right here. <laughs> Family. <laughs> we made we checked with Inslee before we did this. It's like phase two. No, but it's up to five people in in phase two already. But King County is not approved for phase two yet. So that's what I mean. Right now, in case it spike up, they're like, "Oh fudge, dude." We didn't talk about so many things. NBA, this when we're gonna open back up again? Well, yeah, because if it's silly talks, <laughs> so I got excited, dude. bro. Eric didn't get a chance I've to talk, bro. To- so now, it's in my here, fault. Though. Eric didn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> just blabbing away. But All right, Eric, I guess there's next time. Five minutes just no, for you. No. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Dude, next time. Next. Time, time, I'll have a next yeah. Next time. Next time. I'm here and Eric is here. I'm gonna make sure Eric gets the time he needs. Bro, Solid dude, half thank hour. You. Mm. Thank you, Roman. You better have half hour material. You could do a sermon. You could do <laughs> some talking points. Uh, you can. No, he's gonna defend Biden. Do a comedy skit. It's oh, me, Kip. Oh, oh. 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 we're busted, dude. I'm upset. You, do you want to leave, leave your house? Is disrespect. <laughs> it's almost midnight, but 
besides the point. Is it really? He wants us to leave. Is that why you're <laughs> upset? <laughs> With all the people who post the black stupid square on Instagram Oof. and who actually think that they did something. All the girls, all the guys. In reality, the only thing that's going to make a change is you going out and voting. And all these people that posted the stupid square on Instagram, I know for a fact, are not registered to vote. They have never voted, and they will probably not vote in the near future. But they post a black picture, and they got the check mark of like, ah, I'm good. I'm good for the year. Racism is so. They act like I did so much for the black community, and all it is a stupid black picture. That's what grinds my gears. Okay, yeah. are you upset about the black square? And then let's say, do you think that they, the the whole injustice exists and the black square doesn't help, or the injustice is overhyped by the media? That's besides the point. I'm upset. I'm upset about the people who think they actually did something by posting a stupid black picture on Instagram. But I think they, the intention behind it is like the awareness to so like make people talk about it. Keep Not necessarily like, like I post a black square that doesn't do anything. The whole idea is the reason we're talking about it is that they raise awareness. <laughs> hey Nick, back in 2000, Kip was so bored at lunch. He's like, "Damn it, what the hell?" But black, 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 black. <laughs> what the heck, <laughs> Nick? Back in, <laughs> give me something, dude. I I'm gonna rage. The the behind it. Next party, I'm rage. I called him. I'm like, oh, my my phone's tripping. <laughs> my Wi-Fi tripping. <laughs> back in 2009, yeah. on your Instagram, when you posted the <laughs> "When You Just Stop Coney" thing, did Ooh, you think you were making a difference? Coney 2012. Even back then, Bring I back, was stupid. So are you saying, hold <laughs> Honestly. on, are you going on the record and saying that you did not post a... <laughs> I did not. Coney. Never. Hmm. <laughs> we have <laughs> evidence here, newly uncovered. You can fact check me. I did not post it. What I did, <laughs> what I did regret posting is a stupid ice bucket challenge. Oh. That was stupid. Bro, that was and fun. I, embarrassed. I got Bro, that raised a lot of money for ALS. I, I deleted that video. <laughs> I didn't give anything. <laughs> I just posted the video. And I regret doing it. I'm embarrassed that I did it. And the same thing with this stupid black Do you square. think that the black square would be more effective if to do it, you have to like buy it and it's like $50? Nobody would do it. Dude, I got a you cool question. Would Nobody it? would do it. I got the best question of the night. What is the best thing to do to help, say, African-American community? Check this out. Other than posting a black square. I think Nick hit it spot on. This is one other thing. I guess I didn't mention it yet, but all these people are protesting against the police. You know, all, all this stuff. The police, I don't know what they're protesting. The police anymore. don't like make their own laws. The police aren't like don't make their own budgets. They're just like, oh well, we're gonna need ten billion dollars this year for guns and rocket launchers. Sign a check. There you go. No, it's the local. It's the local government. It's the local politicians. If all these people are really yes. upset and they want to make a big change, go to Jay Inslee's house and riot in front of his house. Go to you know the senators. They're the ones that make these laws, the congressmen, the, all this stuff. They're the yes. ones. The police don't do jack. The police clock in, do their eight hours, and go back home and try to have a barbecue with their kids. Granted, some of them, yes, are not great people, terrible people, racist people, but there's a lot of, I think, ma- majority of police officers serve and protect and they do their duty. But at the end of the day, these guys are just clocking in and clocking out. You know, they don't go home and like plan like, man, how can I kill more people tomorrow? They are just clocking in. They're clocking out. The people who make the laws, who make the changes, is the people who make the who make the laws. The congressmen, the senators, the you know these local politicians. If you want to make a change, vote. Yes, one hundred percent. Like I said, and most of these people who posted a stupid black picture are not gonna vote. Have not voted in the past freaking decade. 
and are not going to vote in the future. But oh, I feel good. Black, pick a black square. I'm good for the next whew, year. I'm good. I'm white. I'm good. Again, and here's something that, that may be controversial. Uh-oh. With a lot of videos or from experience that, experiences that, that I've had, or white people getting arrested and blacks getting arrested and how whites, how white people act while getting arrested and how blacks act while getting arrested for the same, I guess, I guess reason is very different. And how I act when I get pulled over for speeding or most things that I've seen and how blacks act, you got to agree with me, are very different. What if you act different because you're not scared to get pulled over? I'm scared to get pulled over, but from the videos you've seen of how people act, blacks act when they get arrested or, or pulled over. Well, maybe that's because that's the only videos you see. There's 350 million in the United States, and you've seen 25 videos of people it's acting media, wild dude. because those are the people videos are actually spread. If somebody posted a video of a guy getting pulled over and handing over him a registra- uh, officer of registration and license and insurance, and he wrote him a ticket and he went home, you probably wouldn't sit there for six, seven minutes and watch that video. Uh, so you've never seen those videos. From my own experience, that I've seen black people getting arrested or pulled over that I've seen with my own eyes are, are very different. How many of those have you seen? A good amount. From all like those... Three, because I, 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 I don't remember, let's say... Because like I'm thinking, let's say for my... I don't remember seeing a black, let's say a black guy getting... Like I'm trying to think if I've seen like a black guy getting arrested... Like at the car or like store or something. I'm trying to like remember. Like a Kent station or a Springwood back in the day. That's what I'm trying to remember. Like it's for yelling, me to like vividly cussing, re- cursing, yeah, and all that stuff. You guys got to agree with me. Whatever, whatever nationality, white, I'm black, sure yellow, blue. I'm sure his upbringing blue. was different and it was hard and he didn't have a father maybe or whatnot. And his upbringing was harder. I didn't say mine was. What do you think it's like for it's, Asian it's, people to get pulled it's over? It's a lot worse. Are they scared? And then how come we, they you never see over. Indians <laughs> on the news? You never see Indians in any crime, any news ever. Indians are never in trouble. Hmm. Why? Go, going back to the black squares. They're working, I think, dude. I think the it's black 7-11 squares. or taxi, whatever the heck they're doing. I mean, There's a bunch of working. homies that are, Taxis are way don't up get there over, the companies <laughs> who run things. Um, they're like, okay, uh, we can give a bunch of money uh, to all these, uh, um, all these companies or all these uh, like communities. And they're like, ah, oh, nah, that's uh, that's too much. It'd be a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of work. How come? Uh, what if we do this? What if we make new laws for these black communities? And they were like, ah, oh, nah, let's not do it. No, what if we just post a black picture? Okay, nice. Question. Let's okay, do going that. back to the black picture. Let's say we're talking well, about me, like, oh, what would be the best way? It's a good point by Kip. I think what what happens is just I same thing. Like I said. What I said earlier, it depends on the per like whoever the heck is resisting arrest or whatever's going on. I don't think that cop, the the opposite person, the law enforcement officer, cares about the color of someone's skin. I think it's more of like what that guy is doing. He's resisting arrest. I don't think the color of that guy's skin comes into thought at all. Like, what's this guy doing? Resisting arrest? Okay, well, we have to physically, like, restrain him, put him back, whatever the heck. I, I would challenge you on that. Yeah. Let's say us growing up in a very liberal state. But like we said before, what about a freaking white redneck in Louisiana pulling over a black guy? Well, I think so he has a total different... The amount of, of white people that are getting killed by the cops are about the triple of amount. Like, this is statistics. 
triple. No, it's a amount. couple. It's like I think the unarmed. The, what Roman was talking about no. is like nine, and the other one was like I think fifteen no, or something. Un- no, it's it's it's, it's way more like, white people. Yeah, I'll, I think it's double white. You can look this up online. But it's not it's government website. It's like out of three hundred fifty million. It's hundreds people. a year. It's we're hundreds about a year. Unarmed, the statistics that you were no, talking about. No, it's hundreds a year unarmed. No, it's like nine and fifteen. Come on, you're crazy, bro. No, I think total. I think total. Actually, no, no, yeah, it's no, not it's like it's that's a couple just domestic. People, that's citizens. It's a couple people more. Yeah, it's a couple people but more. But either way, the amount of, of whites that are getting killed by the cops are way more than the blacks. And how come we're protesting against all these black getting killed because on video and it's pushed by the media? It's, I, don't I think, think it's very obvious, isn't it? No, that's not. I think I don't but, think. But then the percentage of the black people in America and the percentage of the white people and the amount, yes. the, then that's different. Yeah. So the amount, the total amount, but then you count how many no, white people in America. It's crime. You so you, for that you take crime rate. Oh, so okay. So for one, we count unarmed people, and then we're saying white people are getting killed more. So I looked at so same thing. I looked at statistics, and it says the article I read. It's actually by Washington Post. It's a leftist liberal article and it's the title was the myth about police shootings and whatnot and it literally said african-american crime rates they they commit 50 percent of the crime but they get shot like african-americans get shot 25 25 percent of the shootings of the people that died from police say shootings or unarmed was 25 percent so you're already a quarter because African Americans technically are committing fifty percent of the crimes. So I, like, it's not a. I don't think it's yeah, a race thing. Yeah, but we're switching statistics for now because, like, one thing we're like, oh yeah, you know, you know, white people are getting shot way more, and then we're like, oh well, statistically, let's say proportionally to the population, and we're like, wait, 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 let's go to the crime now graphic, you know? Well, but, no, it's still the same thing. Hundreds. So white people get shot more, but there's more white people, but percentage-wise, black people get shot less. <clears throat> That's the point. About the black squares. Anyways. About the about the, the black this squares. I think I think there was a bo- point to black squares, and that's why we we talk about like NFL and like say when the NFL is doing the whole pink jersey or like yeah. pink gloves and stuff like that. The whole idea is like yeah, why the heck are they w- w- NFL wearing pink gloves? It's not pink gloves don't help breast cancer. They don't heal. They heal zero people from breast cancer. But the idea is that you start talking about it, yeah. and then some woman's like, you know what? Maybe I should get checked out for breast cancer, and see if I'm okay. Same thing with the black square. Nobody's saying that you posting a black square will make a white white guy be like, you know what? I was gonna kill this black guy, but because of the black squares, I'm not gonna do it anymore. The idea is for people like us for now talking about it. Is that awareness. we talk about it? We may agree or disagree with it, but the idea is the awareness that we at least. At Broad least we're awareness. talking about it. But if there's say black squares, let's say didn't happen, then we probably wouldn't even be talking about it right now. Yeah, that was the point. And the idea, okay. And here's one post. And what does that accomplish that we talk about it? The hoping that it's going to lead to some in reality. Action. Yeah. In reality, the hope the hope is that it leads to some action, some positive action. So the, so opposed by a good Someone's friend. Someone's going to listen to this podcast. It's us six here. He's going to and I guarantee the out of out of us six, maybe one are going to vote. Yeah, but but you're talking Mario. six, but we're talking about millions of people. That's it. <laughs> Nobody else is going to vote here. I'm not even registered, Dude, bro. we're voting, In the hundreds here, of here. followers that I have on Instagram or that I follow, that yeah, posted a stupid black square, Russians are not yeah, going to vote. That makes sense. But they posted it. And the grinds my gears because they okay. think they did something good here, and positive here. and influential. Okay, what about this? If, if we're so mad about the black squares, here, post. 
anyone who is mocking or upset by the protest or the black squares or things that everything is useless. I hope you have been calling your state representatives, donating if you can, filling out petitions to arrest the other three officers in the death of George Floyd. If everything else is too violent or useless in your opinion, you should have at least done that. So that's the thing. Somebody posted in a black square, but I haven't done anything. I'm like, black squares are stupid. And it's like, what have you done? And it's like, jack and squad. Because I'm not allowed to vote, bro. I'm not Dude, he's hurt. So I haven't he's done on anything. crutches. So that's what I mean about black squares. He's, the idea he's is. still a green Dude, card. Dude, he's on crutches. Dude, why are you Why are you banging on him? Next year on a work visa. We got to fill out for our citizenship, bro. I know, bro. It's time. I know, I know a guy who years. can get you a legal citizenship. So. Quickly. <laughs> quickly. Okay, quickly. guys. We're almost we're almost I'm two hours in. I'm not bagging on the people who posted. I'm just, you just I'm did. I'm bagging on the people who think they actually who think they actually did something good and positive and influential. But we can't tell but who did. I will bag. What we can't tell. Let's say, let's say ten of our friends that posted. We can't be like, you know what? Uh, okay, damn, guys, they, they they they. This is becoming a sibling fight, and I need to break it up. <laughs> Hold on, I want to say something. Roman finally raising his hand. Dude, I dude, think what this Kip, is content. I think what Kip is upset about. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta hear him out. <laughs> we think. I think we need to hear him out. But I think what he's upset about is like uh, people doing it for the wrong even cause. Like they don't want to freaking. But nobody disagrees with that. Yeah, like those kids no, that no, go to Bellevue and loot. Just yeah, like, they they don't care. But they're just they posting. Don't care. It. Yeah, they don't. They don't give an f. But they're just posting it so someone doesn't say shit about them or someone doesn't do this. But I, my final thing before we end this thing, dude, it's it sucks how like the looting stuff literally took over the peaceful protest yeah, and like brought sucks. it would have say brought awareness to yes, there's probably some freaking discrimination, racism down south, army would have idiots down there, in. yeah, and like. It sucks that now the the idiots down there, the racist people that probably they have down south or whatever in the boonies, wherever the heck the rednecks hang out, like maybe they have racists. And even now they're going to be like, dude, they're probably even more racist now because they look at the news and the news they watch. They're like, dude, they're they're looters. You see a bunch of people running around. A lot of them are African-American going in. They're probably even more racist now. That's what sucks. Okay, so. It's been an interesting night. There's obviously a lot to talk about. Um, but the point of this is to get together and to talk and to hear each other out, to hear different opinions. And, I mean, I'm ready to call it unless you guys want to keep going. Um, I, I want to hear Eric's <laughs> opinions. <laughs> these no, people I'll, are not going to do... Give people, Eric the, the people who posted a, a black square are not going to do anything more than the black square. That's what makes me upset. Okay, uh, so I guess not. I guess what I, I guess my issue with that is uh, maybe just the phrasing. It's just the phrasing is well, how I would put your view <laughs> is I would say I would encourage or be like I hope those people that posted the black squares they do more. You're than being just post very optimistic, square. bro. Unrealistic, unrealistic optimism is what I would say you. is the people that posted the black squares. I hope you do more than just post the black square. They will because, not because no. The reason I did I say that because yeah. uh, uh, there's a, there's a thing called uh, there's a thing that's uh, called or whatever the whatever the letters are NIMS or NIMB is all these and liberal agenda people have been. You know, necessarily like car or whatever, or it's been a trend, is posting and tweeting 
and all that stuff, they, those people will do Allah for like social justice. But the names stands for not in my backyard is they will protest and, you know, tweet about the, let's say, social justice all day long. But then if there's apartment, low income apartment buildings about to be built in their neighborhood and they need to vote and approve it and they know that their house value is going to go down 20% because of low income apartments in their neighborhood, those same people that were tweeting for social justice and how we need to help the minorities, they all reject the apartment building so quickly because they know the crime rate is going to go up in their neighborhood. They know the house value is going to go down in their neighborhood. And they're going to be like, you'll get that apartment building way out of my neighborhood and build it somewhere else. So like, I'm all for, ju- let's say, the liberal people will often be like, you know, I'm all for it. Except don't put it in my backyard. Don't, don't bring, the, bring all that stuff anywhere close to my... And the prime example of that is one of the NBA players, the first day of freaking Minnesota <laughs> riots, and there's like an apartment building. It was a, and by the way, it was a freaking low-income apartment building that was being built, and they lit it on fire, and he's sweetie's like, yeah, burn that crap down. Burn it all the way down to the ground. Name it. And, and next day, Name the him. riots are moving towards the fancy neighborhood, and people start uh, jumping the, his gated community, and the same guy next day is tweeting like, what are these lunatics are doing? Where are the cops at? They need to get these people out of here. And so that's what I mean by not in my backyard. If they're building somebody else's apartment building down, yeah, burn that crap to the ground. But if they're in my neighborhood, yeah. they, these people are lunatics and cops need to come and get them. That so, guy shot himself in the foot like yeah. the worst way yeah. that you and can. The, but the, idea is, the whole idea is NIMB is not in my backyard. Is There are many people like that. Like, yes, we need all of that. But no, but like, don't come close to my house type of idea. But yeah, that's the black square posters. But that's way, way Most too generalizing. Of Most Some of, of them, them, I think, really care. But Nick, are you just mad? If I open my Instagram, you and thought if, your Instagram was down today. Go, are you just like upset I, about yes. that? <laughs> if I go to my Instagram and I count all the black squares, I can almost guarantee you, I can. If we go through, actually, to go through it, most of people are not gonna vote. and Have never voted before. That's strictly your opinion. Hey, maybe our next episode. Really. Hey, let's open it up. Hey, right brothers, now. no, stop. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna call your mom. <laughs> Jessica, not gonna vote. <laughs> what? Here's an idea. Not gonna vote. Here's an idea. Tune us for, for next episode, we find everybody who posted a square. Interview black we squares. Take a, you know, we write them all down, and then we follow them over the next year and see if they voted, if they donated any money, or if they did anything. You know. Okay, we need funding for that. So donating. Okay. Goes Quick pay me into my account. Now, don't but get yeah. me wrong. We already have lots of great sponsors. Yeah, Cash App, Roman Dirk, at Roman Dirkotch. I am the Spitting Ro- Seeds so accountant. So we got West Coast Shipping sponsoring Roman Bros Construction and Kip's House <laughs> is a sponsor. He's a, ve- he's a venue provider. <laughs> but okay. right, I think, yeah, we're wrapping it up. Um, this is what? This is Wednesday today? Yes. Wednesday midnight or what after midnight. But yeah, it's been real. I mi- I missed this. Hopefully, nobody's too offended by the things that we're saying today. But think about <laughs> it. We can't. We can't get. We can't get canceled. Oh yeah, because we're. We can self, just keep posting without we're people listening to it. All right, guys, let's wrap her up, and see you on the other side. Join in next time. We're out.